Yes. <laughs> so are you, brother. Yeah, yeah, chill town. What's going on today? How you feeling? Fellas, I had a I, I had an interesting conversation uh yesterday and I was I I wanted your opinion on this because I'm having a difficult time with Jaron Jackson being a five man and not being a rebounding center. So since when does the five man relinquish rebounding ability? When when is that no longer his job? Well, he's not a five. He Jaron Jackson is a four. He play he's a situational five or a small ball five, especially mm-hmm. in today's game. But I mean, I assume that I mean everybody knew he was a four for real. Right. Because of his I mean, because of the way he plays. I mean, obviously I would say he's a better uh defensive four compared to the other fours in the league, but right. yeah, he has no real interior presence for real for real. Like he's not a force in the paint um compared to other guys. So I, I just thought it was known he was a four. So let me Lopez is the answer, by the way. Brooke Lopez, he's the five who relinquishes rebounding duties for Giannis so that he can push the brick. He's the only one that I can think of. So let me so so with that being said, Mars, if he if Jaron Jackson is a four man, since when does the four man relinquish rebounding obligations? I don't think I don't want to say that I don't think they should relinquish it. I think there are some fours who are not very good rebounders. There's some bigs who are not very good rebounders. I think mm-hmm. it's part of the job description. I think if you're a four or a five, you probably should be a good rebounder. But when I think about Jaron Jackson, I think he's bad. I don't know if it's him relinquishing it or he just doesn't have the ability to be a good rebounder. So I don't want to say I don't want to say he's not. I don't want to say he's just not doing his obligation. I just think he's just not good at one of the obligations. So I guess that's I'm where I'm at with it. That, that because the, the conversation that I had yesterday, it was it was about exactly that. It was the fact that he's a he's a he's a non-rebounding five man. But then like Damo said, I'm thinking he played a four because Steven Adams plays the five. And if you play the four, that's your job description as a four man. You the dirty work guy. You have to clean glass. Because I think about Garnett, he led the league in rebounding. Tim Duncan averaged 12 rebounds a game for like seven years. Right. So if you the four man, that's your job to rebound. I understand that he's one of the better rim protectors in the game. I definitely get with that. But if you're a big and you play on the front line like that, one of your obligations is to rebound. And the fact that he doesn't do it, it's not because he's just not a rebounding four. I don't think he's very good at. It. Yeah, it's just the lack of ability, in my opinion. Ron, you're muted. We, we can't hear you. Can't hear you, Ron. Can't hear you, Ron. Our host. I was, I was just about to say, yo, he's the same height as Steven Adams. Obviously, Steven, Steven Adams is stronger, but you can easily say Jaron Jackson's more athletic. And so, like, just with more tenacity, you would expect him to get more rebounds. Like, yeah, okay, Steven Adams averages close to 12 rebounds. But then after that, it's Jaron Jackson at, you know, only six. I would expect him to get more. On top of that, too, just keep in mind, Steven Adams only played 42 games. He missed a lot of games. So if it's games right. where 12 rebounds are off the table, you would expect him to be, you know, a little higher in those games. Xavier Tillman rebounding. A smaller dude. But, How about that? But bigger and a little beefier. Yeah. Wendell Clark's also a solid rebounder. There you go. <laughs> hmm. All right. They, they do rebound good as the unit, though. They got, it looks like they got six guys that average five plus rebounds. So, I mean, they, Ja, ja Damner averages six. Brandon Clark be on the glass. Desmond Bain, Xavier Tillman, how we said. 
They they rebound as a unit, but I mean, you would still expect Jaron Jackson to average a little more than what he averages. How much do you guys like value a guard rebounding? Depends. Like, depends on the guard. It depends on what they do with the rebound. Like I don't know how to explain. It. Like Jason Kidd rebounds were very mm-hmm. valuable because that started the break and it led to New Jersey getting out on offense. Mm-hmm. But then if I think about Kyrie getting five rebounds. How valuable um, is that? Yeah, like it's not really the same effect. So like Russell Westbrook, 10 rebounds. Some of them were kind of empty, but mm-hmm. a lot of them were also very valuable because it led to OKC having their best player on the ball early in transition where he wants to have the ball. So those type of rebounds are valuable. But when you're just getting long rebounds off a bunch of missed threes and then you don't push the break or you're not a tremendous playmaker, it's not that valuable, in my opinion. I think when rebounds are, like, valuable, like, ideally your team gets the rebound. But when it comes to guards, unless you're, like, an elite rebounder or you do you contribute to the offense in a strong way following the rebounds, it doesn't really move me as like, oh, he averages seven rebounds. This guy averages four. He's a better player. Like, yeah, it's not really going to be a total. It moves, it, it moves me a lot, Mars. And the reason why it moves me a lot is because regards rebounding, number one, if I'm going up against a big guy in the paint, so if Tim Duncan or David Robinson is going up against Shaq, especially an older David Robinson, mm-hmm. well, he got his hands full with Shaq. I need some help with this guy. And Robert Ory, Tim Duncan got his hands full with Robert Ory, so I need that as a guard, stick my nose in that and help us rebound. And what guards do when they rebound, well, we extend plays, not we extend plays on the offensive end, getting offensive rebounds, like you just mentioned with, with a guy like Jason Kidd, where you can speed the game up. That's I, I feel like rebounding is a part of playmaking. When mm-hmm. you go in there and stick your nose in there and get rebounds, then we can start the fast break. But if you go in there and you stick your nose in there and get an offensive rebound, that extends one of our offensive plays, and you can get another guy in foul trouble because we get the ball back and you can dump it into the big guy. Or you could go to the basket. So I do value guards rebounding. I don't value it as much as I value the big guy rebounding because that's a that's a huge part of your job. That's it's not optional with, with, with me as a guard, Mars, but it's lower on the list of my obligations. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just think all rebounds aren't created equal. I think that's what I was just trying to get. Like some right. some rebounds are more valuable than others, and guards, in my opinion, tend to get some of the emptier rebounds typically, which is why it's lower on my list of values. Yeah. I like I like that point you made though, Morris, about a guard like um, Jason Kidd getting the rebound and him pushing the break. So I definitely I definitely do like that, especially because um you know just like a, just like a fast paced offense, you know, getting out uh, running the lanes and whatnot. I, I I won't say that it's more valuable just because securing securing the ball and securing this possession is is it's important <clears throat> anyway. I spin it and then if, especially if I got a guard that go set up a good half court offense. But I definitely do I do prefer. Like what you were saying, though, <clears throat> but even more so, I like a guard that's gonna box out, like because yeah. that's that's there's no there's more there's more to rebounding than just actually securing the ball. Like if I'm boxing out my man over here, I'm also rebounding, even though even though my other my other forward might be the one to get the ball. Right. So it's cra- it's it's a it's a big it's a big plus as a big man if you got guards that are gonna rebound. I mean that are gonna box out that are gonna hit their man and not let them just get a direct line to come jump over your back, put you on a poster type. Right. So and I, I love I love a guard that's gonna get in there and not just watch his bigs like oh or her bigs you know like oh you got it. Yeah, another thing too, Morris, when you said the the long rebounds, I actually value that a lot, especially with being a guard. 
uh, have him play point guard, shooting guard. It's a lot of times where, especially in nowadays eras, in, or in nowadays era where a lot of dudes shoot threes, so you got long rebounds. Big dudes don't even have a chance to get those. But it's about uh, uh, guards that run and hustle, like like a Westbrook, for instance. When he sees that long rebound, Josh Hart, they, and this is where Josh Hart actually gets a lot of his rebounds. A lot of people think that he'd be, he be in the, the, the meat and potatoes of the defense getting them. <laughs> no, like Josh Hart be hustling and going to get those long rebounds and stuff like that. That's that's important because a lot of times, like you like think about it, when that long rebound comes out, like say Steph gets a long rebound, a lot of times people are crashing to the glass. That's almost an easy second chance shot attempt. Or the defense is already scrambled around, so if that comes back to the guard, it's another swing mm-hmm. to an open shooter. So that's that's why I value those long rebounds because somebody has to chase it down, and obviously it's a second second chance opportunity if the offense gets that. And you you see that happen a lot. More than likely, a lot of times those second second chance uh, rebounds or offensive rebounds they come from long rebounds that come out to the guards and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like yeah, bigs that get tip dunks and stuff like that, but. It's it's more more so from a long shot where the rebound was long and they they got it out on the perimeter. Yeah, I've got I've got ten th- tip dunked on more by like small forwards and shooting guards that are coming getting that long rebound. But even in the chat, like in the chat, it was just saying like it seems like even you got to deal with people getting being afraid of contact, like guards not wanting to get hit or something. That's all I'm just saying. We got to grow up and let your kids play multiple sports so they'll be used now, to contact. Also, too, Mars, when you rebounding as a guard, you putting so much pressure on that other guard defensively. You putting so much more pressure on him. So a guy like Jason Kidd, well, if he's dealing with Russell Westbrook, who goes to the offensive glass, well, that's putting a lot more pressure on him to have to deal with Russell Westbrook because I gotta go to just like Jason Kidd go to the backboard. I gotta go. I'm going to the backboard too. So he's got to block me out. As opposed to if he's playing against Kenny Anderson, who he knows Kenny Anderson is not going to rebound. Well, that gives me basically free reign to go in there and help my other guys. I don't really have to concern myself with the guy that I'm covering because I know he's not going to rebound. So that makes my job less difficult. Yeah, I think I think probably the biggest like I agree with everything, and I think guys like Jason Kidd and Russell Westbrook are like. I don't want to say the exceptions, but I think a majority of guards, and I think the biggest problem I have, I think I've alluded to this before, is with there being more threes and more long-distance shots, there are more long rebounds, and guards' rebound numbers are just going up like throughout the league. And then we get to the point where people are saying like the current guards are just much better rebounders than guards back in the day when they were having to deal with more congested lanes, actually competing with these bigs for rebounds. When now you just got a bunch of long rebounds and it's going to be easier to get your rebound numbers up. Like we're talking about Dallas. Luca's not exactly just going to crash the glass and go battle with bigs for rebounds. A lot of his come um, outside the restricted area, outside the paint, and then he can just go from there. And that's how he's getting eight rebounds a game. Does that make him a better rebounder than guys like Magic Johnson or guys like Fat Lever, for example, in the 80s? I don't think so. But the numbers might suggest it is. And that's why I think probably why I'm maybe lower on Overall, is Luca overrated rebounder? I feel like a lot of guys are overrated rebounders. Yeah, I think the number that's why I said for me, rebounding numbers aren't a full depiction of how good of a rebounder you are because there's so many other factors than just actually who gets right. the ball. So, which one is more sought on, Mars? Because I, f- I feel that way about assists. I, I, I feel I less, I less feel that way about rebounding, but like, which one, which one do you think is more, is more based on like? Mm. Like which which one which one is more misconstrued just based on the number like what you're saying rebounding or assist? I think I think most people who average a lot of rebounds 
are good rebounders. However, most people who average a lot of assists, I wouldn't call very good playmakers, if I had to think. Mm. So playmakers or distributors, Mars, because again, me and you had this conversation about playmaking and distributing, and you know, being a distributor is not the same as being a playmaker. That's true. It ties into it. So I don't think there's anyone average, who averages a lot of assists who's a bad passer. I don't right. think there's ever been I don't think that's ever been the case. I might be forgetting someone, but I don't think there's everyone who's averaged like eight, nine assists and was right. not a very good passer. I just when well, I, I think about I can get assists. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, big guys. When uh, again, when I when I think about a rebounding guard, if Ticket is on the block and Ticket got a big guy that he's he's having, he's got his hands full with that guy. I'm sticking my nose in there and I'm getting rebounds. I understand that the game is wide open today where there's a lot of long rebounds, but there's going to be times when I got to go down there and I got to help Ticket rebound because he got his hands full with this other guy. So I got to go in there and I got to go stick my nose in there. And my job isn't nearly as difficult if I got a dude that's just going to stand out on the perimeter. Now, in terms of being a distributor, if I'm just dumping the ball in the post and guys jump hooking you to death, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's that matters because you get ball pressure and you get a guy that's all in your face. It's not that simple just to, just to give an entry pass. Mm. However, if I'm giving entry passes, plus I'm doing the other stuff where you got eight, nine assists and three or four of them are from that sort of stuff. I mean, I don't think that that guy's a bad passer. I think he's a good passer. Right. But I, so I think it's kind of like what you were saying, though, Chitano, I guess like you can get assists just out the offense. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to take shots at Draymond Green. Why is that right a here. bad thing, though? Why is it's, that a bad it's, thing? It's not. It's, it's not a bad thing at all. all. It's, time, it's, it's not a bad thing at all. It's uh, it's, it it's you know, if you, you got the ability to run a system, like, like I don't, right. I don't knock, I don't knock a wide right receiver for running the route that he was supposed to run, and the quarterback for passing the ball was supposed to go. So I'm not, not I'm not knocking off Like, if you don't catch, if you don't catch it, then okay, you just messing up my plays. Right. But in basketball, like you can, and once again, I'm not knocking Draymond Green. But if and if Andrew Wiggins is is setting down screens for Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson's on this weak side, uh, wing, in the weak side corner, right. this man can't help. Andrew Wiggins can dive, and this is the best shooter to ever walk. So, right. I'm this bounce pass to Andrew Wiggins or that lob to the dunk to Andrew Wiggins is that's just that's clockwork. Like I don't that's have to be a, I don't have to be an exceptional passer to do that. Right. Draymond Green is an exceptional pa passer in a great in a great offense. So it just makes it it makes it easy for him. But what I'm saying is I can get assist out the offense. I can get assist out the out the system. I can get out, I can get assist out for, out of running what coach drew up for us. I cannot get rebounds because my coach is a good coach. No. You know, so I, I actually agree with that. I do I do agree. Rebounding is more dependent on your ability to do the right things than assists. Because assists are dependent on other people in the first place. Like, if they don't make the shots, you're not getting assists anyway. So right. it's less dependent on you. And then also, like Ox said, the system can sort of spoon-feed you assists in a way. Now, do I think anyone can go into Draymond Green's role and get eight assists a game, whatever he averages? Mm -hmm. No. Do I think they could at least get five assists a game? Probably. So I do think, I do agree with that. I think assists are probably more skewed than rebounds. But I think rebounds are becoming a lot more skewed. I think all of the stats are becoming a lot more skewed. I think points per <laughs> game are becoming more skewed. Rebounds, assists. The game is changing, 100%. Yeah. The, the, the game is definitely changing. Basketball inflation is crazy. It is. Basketball inflation. It is. 100% it is. No doubt. Yeah. Yo, hey, yo, Ron, can, I, can I bring hey, something to the table, Ron? Yeah, talk to us. Hey, man, I'm kind of I'm feeling kind of messed up today. My boy Chill, we talked about something yesterday. 
and it just messed me up, man. I feel like we should we should speak on this, man, because I know that it's it's allegations, but it's a history, man. And I want to speak out against this stuff, man. Uh, what what happened to that girl, man? That played in WNBA. I don't you know how you pronounce her I'm name. Out. That I'm was absolutely disgusting for that girl to get her neck broken like that, man. And I just I'm feel like at some point in time, the reason why, yeah, this is the reason why I appreciate guys like David David Stern, man. Like, bro, come on, man. Like, bro, come on, man. At, at, at some point in time, and, and the videos gonna come out because they're in the hotel. So the video in, in the hallway, that stuff's gonna come out. And, and like I said, he's gonna have his day in court, man. And I normally don't like to speak on stuff like this early, but dude got a history of this type of foolishness that have been going on, man. And this is why I wish guys like David Stern was still around because I don't condone that, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't condone no woman putting their hands on a man. I don't condone no man putting their hands on a woman, but that's somebody's daughter. That's somebody's, that's somebody's granddaughter. That's somebody's niece. That's somebody's cousin, man. You just don't do that, bro. When I seen, when I seen that report, bro, about Kevin Porter Jr., I think the Houston Rockets, man, whether or not, I don't know how they can do it, but I just think that they need to go ahead and cut their losses, man. I, that, that guy, man, nah, man, there's too much, the there's too the much smoke behind that. The way that I heard the story, Ticket, and 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 I, I, I'm, I'm not confirming this, but the way that I heard the story, he came in from a late night at, at the hotel. He came in from a late night, and his girl wouldn't open the door. So his girl doesn't open the door. He goes to get hotel security. His name is under the room. He goes to get hotel security. They open the door. Okay, they open the door. The woman's in there, no problem. They don't see a problem, so they leave. They leave, and then he ends up whooping this girl's ass. He broke a neck, yo. So I'm thinking to myself, again, I don't condone. I, I understand that things could get heated. What would where where are you at that point where you fly into a rage where you'll break your woman's neck? And that ain't the first time he put his hands on her too, by the way. I want to make sure that we clear on that. That's not the first time he's done that. He's done that before. And the, the, the nonsense ticket talking about, that's how he ended up in Houston because he got into some nonsense in Cleveland. So that, that's how he ended up in Houston. But the domestic stuff, that ain't the first time he's done that. And because that's not the first time he's done that, it's not going to be the last if it doesn't get nipped in the bud. The reason why yeah, it had. No, nah, I've seen the report today saying 2020, he punched two girls in the face, punched one of them to a refrigerator, punched the other one out, and they covered that up, allegedly. Mm. And so, like, I read that report today. That, that happened in Cleveland before he got traded. And I'm just like, and they say, and they saying also he rammed his truck into this girl's car, into this girl's car. He rammed his car into her car before, too. So they had a prior history. Man, that's somebody's sister, bro. You never do that, bro. Like for me, man, that hurt me, bro. Because I don't even want to see the the pictures. Because you know, I think we lost them. The pictures of her gonna come out. Want to see that? No, I see it. Yo, ticket, you cutting in and out? Yeah. Nah, my bad. I just said I didn't want to see the imagery of that, man. I didn't want to see the imagery of what her picture's going to look like coming out, man. It's going to be like, that's sad to me, man. They said the girl came out bloody in the hallway and stuff like that, and she barely escaped him. Was Man, he could have killed that girl, man, allegedly, man. I'm just like, man, the NBA got to do, do, they got to do better with these type of situations, background histories and all that stuff, man. Like, they got to do better with that, man. Word. Yeah, man, it's it's definitely a sensitive situation. 
And like, obviously, like if you put a pinky on a female, it's it's a bad situation. But it just adds so much more to it when you like realize that her a vertebrae in her neck is fractured. That's like, that's it's egregious, man. It's egregious. I'm out on him, Ron. I'm out. I'm out on this dude. I'm out. No matter. I, I mean, I I know that there's still stuff that we need to find out about, but I'm out on him. I'm out. There's no getting around it. I mean, I I I, and I know everybody. I know everybody's throwing around the term alleged and want to be super PC about it. Well, I'm not PC. He's a piece of shit. Cold there's, it no, is, there, there's nothing. There's nothing I need to find out or wait to come out or right. need to hear. I mean, you talking about a woman come? It's been reported, and everyone's seen her come out in the hallway, bloody right. with a broken fucking neck. There's no. Right. What do I need to hear? What do we need? There's no alleged. What what allegedly happened? What are we allegedly waiting for? I'm not trying to hear none of that shit. He's a piece did, of shit. Did she try to kill him guy. and he was defending himself? No. He's no. There's no reports of him having any kind of markers on him. He right. turned himself in. He looked perfectly fine. Not right. black eye. Not nothing. Like right. there was nothing on him. So there's nothing. I, there's nothing I need to hear. The courts can say what him. they want. Everybody can say what they want. I, me personally, I can give two shits about that man. Genuinely, yeah, I'm out on him. You guys know how hard you have to hit somebody to crack to, a vertebrae in their neck. Not too hard. When, not 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 too hard when you're as big as he is. He could he could he could have been. You know, shit is crazy when you that big. About anything you do to her, bro. Bro, you, you almost can, choked you, the you life can, out of this shit, You could you could kill that girl. You know what I'm saying? You almost choked the life out of her. She had red marks around her neck because he almost choked the life out of her. I'm out on this dude, Joe. Keep in mind, she's a WNBA player too. She what? She and she big too. What she she's at least I want to say from what I remember or from what I know, she at least six foot. She's big. I'm out on this dude. So I'm straight. He's facing three to fifteen. He's facing three and a half to fifteen, yo. He's facing three and a half to fifteen in New York for strangulation. And strangulation charges. You can't get no probation on the time. Nor can you get. Nor can you get less than they Yeah. He might mess up with his history, with just the history, alleged allegations against him in the past. He might mess around and get five to ten, and they can't. He won't get none suspended because again, they don't do no probation on strangulation charges, felony charges in uh, New York. So yeah, he he his career might all the way be over. He might end up in. And I heard his father got killed, or his father died. So I, I mean, I, I pretty I understand he probably had a hard life. Damn dog, like. Chicken, I ain't I never met my father, yo. Never, I never seen that dude in my whole life. Never met him. You don't see me out here choking chicks. That's Hell true, no. Man. Hell no. Bad part is, chills. People that was in the comment section on YouTube, like condoning and saying that, oh, what did she do? Did she? Did she? Uh, maybe she shouldn't have made him. I'm like, y'all dudes is crazy, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying, bro. Like, I, I never understand that, bro. I never understand that, bro. Like, even if it's you, you know. Men and women have arguments over kids, arguments over personal stuff. Bro, if a woman start hitting you or something, just leave, bro. You ain't even got to – I'm just just walk out. Just walk away. Yeah, y'all. Uh, sticky situation, sticky situation. But we'll continue to keep it pushing. We got a lot of super chats to start the show. Appreciate y'all for uh, coming through with these super chats. We're going to go ahead and kick this off right now. All right, what's up, brother? Title of the show. Chill. How you doing, man? How you doing? Best duos in the NBA and uh, biggest sleeper teams this season. Uh, yeah. If in case y'all didn't know, Pirates in the house. What's up, Pirates? Mm -hmm. You got you got anything you want to speak on? Uh, I mean, on that thing, uh, you know, 
I, I hate even talking about that stuff. I grew up around a lot of domestic violence, and basically any man who lays a hand on a woman should be buried below the prison. That's all I got to say on that. Uh, other than that, man, I've gotten like no sleep the last couple of days. I had to dust off my, my quantum mechanics books, my, my string theory books, trying to figure out how to build a fucking center in the new 2K. And I finally got it. Fi- finally got it. Damo, this is the dude that we were sitting behind in math class. This dude right here. We were sitting behind him in math. I wasn't cheating off you, Pirate. I was just making sure. That's me, man. Spreadsheets all. all across the floor. <laughs> but I got my uh, my seven foot two, two way diming interior force. <laughs> Pirate, Pirate, if you needed a big man, Bill, man, you should have hit hit your boy Dom up. I, I got the I got the sauce, bro. I guarantee my big man will eat your big man's lunch. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I'll, put, I'll put any amount of money on it. You will get dropped off by my big man. Have you, you played yet? You hopped in the wreck? I'm playing. Yes, I played. Mm. Well, we're going to have to trade trade names here. We're, we're going to have to trade usernames. I don't really know. I don't really know the deal. We're going to have to sort this out. I'm telling you, I I mathematically optimize my players to the greatest extent possible. Mm, mathematically, mm. by by man, yeah. Mass basketball is that math, what we're talking math, about? Yeah, complete basketball, utter utter and complete one hundred percent basketball. Big Ox gotta love that. W basketball. Pirates, so you you got it all figured out. Yeah, I mean, I always crack the code, you know. Sometimes it takes a day, sometimes it takes three or four days, but I crack the code. 7 too big sounds way too slow to do in my 6'8, I'm gonna be honest. No, max speed, you know, 239 pounds, max max wingspan. Max speed still probably like 61. Wait, um, what weight is he? 239. So, what, his speed is what, a 60? Uh, 58. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't matching my 77. I'm gonna be what, honest. What's the what's the three in the midi? Just bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna eat. I don't even have to match you. Like you can I can just reach my arms out and I'll block your shot from fucking four yeah. feet away. Yeah, respect my 86 vertical. <laughs> 86 inch vertical. What's what we, what's happening right no. now? I have the best big man build. Anyone anyone can find out. You absolutely don't. I've been playing big man since fucking double dribble. <laughs> like, I mean, is, I've, I've been playing big man. For I like this kind of party. Hours, so respect my big man, Greg. I, I like this kind of party, Mars. We, we're gonna yeah. have to. We're gonna have to lay some money on this. Mars, if you got a six eight big man, I already know. No, my big's actually wanted. six ten. My big's actually six. I'm about to say six eight. That you gotta, do, you gotta have a crazy guard. Bro, you can do oh, six eight. Yeah, I did. I did six seven like three or four years ago. I did a, a playmaking rim protector that was badass. It was actually kind of built off Draymond. It, it was a little a little Draymond build, but you know, oh, so, so you, you can dominate. You, you can you can dominate with any build one if you if you know how to. No one's gonna, no one's gonna talk it. about the, the double dribble reference. We're not even gonna we're not even gonna talk way before it. way before my time. Speaking of which, Pirate, Alan R said, uh, Pirate, be the Draymond Green to my Steph Curry. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, from the top, Mike sent the super chat through and said, Top five defensive playoff series performances since 2010. Top five since 2010. 
The Rutgers Dallas against the Bucks is one. Dallas, Dallas in 2011 in NBA Finals against Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Miami Marcus? against um, – not Miami. I'm I sorry. said Toronto versus Milwaukee in 2019. That's fair. Um, how about the, the, the Lakers against Boston in the, in the NBA Finals in 2010? Would it be since two or would it be past 2010? We we can include that. Yeah, we go ahead and throw it in. Mm-hmm. Um let's see. Hmm. I mean that series at the 2011 Bulls against the Pacers. The Bulls played excellent defense in that series. Yeah. 2013 um, Pacers, uh 2013 Pacers next series. Mm-hmm. For the dog fight. Was that 13 uh, or 12? 13. Okay. They lost they they uh they lost they Indiana beat them in the second round. I mm-hmm. thought that was a dog that was a dog fight. Um Pelicans Blazers 2018, someone said in the chat. I can yes. get rid of that. I can get rid of that. Definitely that one. Mm-hmm. Would you include uh what Boston did to the uh to the Nets? Or what oh, they, I thought it was just in the 2010s. So much of a it says since the 2010s. Since oh, the 2010s. Yeah, yeah, since the 2010s. Yeah, you can you can definitely include that one. Um, let's see. Defensive performances. I think we've named five, have we not? Yeah, I think we good. Yeah. <clears throat> I will say, though, the Lakers in 2020 against um, against Denver. They just played excellent yeah. defense against everyone. Like they played great defense against Houston as well. Yeah, they did. V Rose said, "Rank these four: got Devin Booker, Ant Man, Jamal Murray, and Donovan Mitchell." Booker, right. Donovan Mitchell, Anthony Edwards, Jamal Murray. Yeah, I would switch the the last. Ant is closer to Donovan Booker Mitchell and Mitchell Murray. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be. Mad you got Ant over D Mitch. I wouldn't be mad at it. I'm going to go to Mitchell, but I'm not mad. I don't have Anthony, I don't have Anthony over. I don't have Ant over Donovan Mitchell. I think that he passes him this. I think he could pass him this season, though. I, I can get that. I, I Murray, do think he could pass him this season. Murray, D. Mitch, Booker, and Ant. Murray at the top. Now I yeah. know why. I know why you're saying that too, Ticket. And, and Ticket saying that because of that. Not just because he got game, they won the NBA championship. Well, what, then why why would Booker be below Donovan? The team won the championship because Donovan Mitchell did more as a leader than Booker did. Booker didn't win until CP3 went over there. Donovan Mitchell led his own team to the Western Conference. Donovan Mitchell led his own team to the Western Conference Finals before. Uh, to the Western Conference Finals, Utah was never in the Western they, Conference they, Championship. They lost in the second round. Oh, they didn't play. Hold on, they didn't. Oh, my bad. They didn't play. I thought they played the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. No, Who they? Was was the no, they lost to the Clippers in the second they round. They lost to Phoenix. They lost. The yeah, the the Clippers Clippers lost Phoenix. Well, my bad. My bad. He led them. He, he led them further than when Devin Booker led his team, because Devin Booker wasn't winning until Chris Paul went over there. That's when they went to the finals. So before then, Devin Booker wasn't even getting to the playoffs. I haven't seen Devin Booker just lead a team. You know what I'm saying? Uh, until he got substantial help, like Chris Paul. What team? You know? Jamal Murray does. No, I'm saying, but Jamal Murray. Here's the difference, though. Jamal Murray, to me, he won a championship in his game is at the top of the, the food chain. So the fact that he did but win it's a, a team sport and he's playing with the MVP. 
I mean, no, no, well, De- on, Devin Booker well, got to the finals and his game but, is. But here's, here's the difference, though. Let me tell you all the difference. The difference is this you say Jokic was a two time MVP, but what did Jokic do when Jamal Murray was out? Right now, I'm standing right with CP3, right? He was a first round exit, second round exit. He was a first round exit, second round exit without, um, first round exit, second round exit without Murray. Murray, Murray, the time Murray was there, the first time Western Conference Finals, they played the Lakers and then NBA championship immediately off the injury, so it shows you Murray's impact. Then you look at a guy like, like I said, you look at a guy like. Well, well, I'm talking about okay. I'm talking about before yeah. before he mm-hmm. before he uh got hurt that's right the year before he, when they played the Lakers Western Conference Finals and, and that's before Jokic became into MVP conversation. So when Jokic became into MVP and when he became into like the upper echelon <clears> is what I'm talking about. Jokic wasn't that at the time you're talking about, uh, Mars. Well, but like I said. But but ticket so yeah I mean that no, like no, that can that can be a point that like Jokic needs needs a productive guard to play with him but like do you think Booker wouldn't be able if you if you substituted Booker for Murray do you not think that Booker would would be able to match or exceed what Murray gives the Dem- gives the Denver not win a championship if Devin Booker's on the team I yeah if it's if it's Jokic and and Booker uh, I tell you why I don't think so. The reason why I don't think they would have won a championship with Devin Booker on the team, I don't think Devin Booker is uh, cut from the same stuff that that Murray's cut from. I've seen Devin Booker fold under certain circumstances. I've seen Devin Booker get in game sevens when it's all on the wood and go and and, and have a, a what a single digit game like him and Chris Paul did against the Mavs. I've seen Devin Booker fold in huge situations before, like in the NBA Finals when you're up 2-0 and it's time to close a deal and you can't close that deal against a team that you that had to hurt Giannis and Ted Kumpo. Uh, so, yes, I, I trust a guy like Jamal Murray. I think his killer instinct, along with his skill set, along with his ability to play off Jokic, is better. And I think he would have he would have been able to achieve more. If I see more from from uh, Book, then that's different. But I've seen Booker fold under the biggest circumstances before. When I've seen him fold the way he did at home against the Dallas Maps, I've never seen Jamal Murray, you know what I'm saying, when he was in his prime, fold like that. I've never seen Murray fold like, like that. Not like that. At home. In game seven, and you can you and Chris Paul both can't score. And then not only that, you are up 2-0 in the finals. Giannis is hurt. You supposed to walk you supposed to walk that home. All you need is two games. You was already up 2-0. You supposed to walk that home. He couldn't even get that home. So, like I said, yeah, that's how I feel. That's how I feel about it, man. Fair enough. Take it. I hear you, but book is him. And especially like if I had any doubts, which I didn't, but if anybody had any doubts, what he did in these past playoffs was nothing short of incredible. Well, Ron, he still had KD, right? He still see this is the thing. You're not taking you're still add, no, but I'm saying you're still adding those, but no, I'm saying you're still adding those greats on. Okay, let me give you an example, Ron. You think if you replace him with Russell Westbrook on the Clippers without Kawhi, without Paul George, do you think he beats uh, a, a, a team that is good as, as good as Phoenix was supposed to be? Do you think he wins that series? They have, a, I think they have a better chance. I think with Devin Booker as their number one, and your job is just to go out there and just get buckets. Yeah. They don't need that. No, they got Norman Powell. 
Mm. Respect, respect Norman Powell. Devin Booker and Norman Powell is a better duo than Russell Westbrook and Norman Powell. I think you under ticket. I think you underselling Book too, man. You keep bringing that up that uh that Phoenix they they, they, they didn't win it. They, they didn't. I think you I, I think you under I think you underselling Book. He didn't win it. Well, he didn't win a championship. He could not get to the playoffs without Super that's not here's the problem with that ticket. That Suns team was terrible though. Well, not only were they terrible, Mars, they were actually much better. So the year that the, the year that they the year that they missed the playoffs in 20, they won't they were one game out from the eighth spot of making the playoffs. And, eight, eight, and eight, the year before games that year because of the, and not only did he miss the five games, Mars, they yes, they was ticket ticket just so you know, eight games. It, 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 they, you talking about uh, the bubble year? Yeah, the eight the eight seed, the eight no, seed they won. Wasn't. Ticket. Go back and do your homework. The Portland Trailblazers won 35 games that year. They were the eight seed. Phoenix no, won 34 that games. Of, no, that was because of the deal. That was because of the playing style. Even I ain't still, talking about that. Even still, they were still only, even though they were only one game. And the year before that ticket, they they improved that year in 1920. They improved 15 games from the year before that. So they were close. Man, I, um, I think that the I think that the 20 let, let's say that the let's say that COVID doesn't happen in the next year. I think they make the playoffs the next year. Nah, man, they—they they so had they the same guys. Their, so they you said the same guys you saying was trash? Now all of a sudden make the playoffs? The same dude y'all said was trash. The team was trash the first couple of years. You could see when Aiton got there, and Aiton was beginning to. They ascend. got better. The team was getting better. The reason they, in my opinion, the reason they didn't make the playoffs in 1920 is because Aiton missed 25 games at the beginning of the season because he had the. PED thing, oh, yeah, that's right. and that's and that's why the team the team started slow, and then everyone was back yeah, for the bubble. And later on in the season, they right. go on an eight game streak. They missed the playoffs by one game. Everyone could see the Suns were coming next season. Everyone expected them to be a seven eight seed in the next year. They get Chris right. Paul. Now they're one of the best teams in the West, and we're going to say it's because of Chris Paul that they were this good. Do I think they would have got the this, finals without Chris Paul? I know. I think they could have been a player. I just think. I just say this, Mars. I think he's the biggest front runner in the NBA outside of what KD used to be. I think he's what? the biggest front runner in the NBA. Yes, because I, I, I think I, I, I don't think that he can go lead his own team and do. I don't think he could do what Donovan Mitchell did in Utah. I don't think he can do. That. I don't think he can do that. I don't think he has. A, I'm not saying he don't got the skills. I don't think he has it within that chest. That's that's what I'm questioning. I'm questioning. So, so you don't think he's tough enough? If you, if you I give Devin Booker a top five defense, he gets his team. I can't even cry about getting double team chill down. Come on, man. Like I seen him cry literally about getting double team in a pickup game. Like Come on, I didn't like that. I was some such. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. I didn't like that at all. This is the that's a fact. That's a fact. Now you that's a fact. That's a fact. Well, there was a reason. I started struggling with double teams against Dallas, but. That's a fact, I, too, Mars. That's three I, I facts back-to-back. Y'all yeah, spinning if, right If now. you give Devin Booker a top-five <laughs> defense like Donovan Mitchell had in Utah, I think he makes Four the defense in the league. That I think he makes the playoffs. Me, personally. Uh, Mars, take it a step further. If you give him a team like Donovan Mitchell had last year with Evan Mobley, Jared They got out the first round. I'm certain they beat the Knicks. It's going to get nasty today. So y'all going to sit up here and say that, that Devin, <laughs> y'all think Devin Booker got killer instinct. That's what we no, saying today. Yes, yes, y'all waited to buy the lead to run that cap on the Sacramento Queens. Y'all waited to buy the lead to run that cap on the Sacramento Queens, and now today the, the narrative is is Devin Booker's is killer on the basketball court. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is what we're not doing, ticket. We not we not just gonna go off what we saw in Game Seven where they lost by forty at home because I think that's what you're going off of. 
I think that's what I, I think. Yo, that's I'm also I, going that, off when you in the finals. You up two right. in the finals and you get smoked. Right. I, and Giannis was hurt. I'm, I'm talking about where's the killer instinct when you up 2-0 in the NBA Finals with home court advantage and you get smoked. And Giannis well, was hurt. There was a number of different things that happened in that series. Does Jimmy Butler have killer instinct? Say what? Does Jimmy Butler have killer instinct now? Does the- Hell no. Okay. I, just, as long as you consistent, I'm happy. Jimmy's good. No. Okay. As long as you consistent, I'm His pass got revoked when he did in the NBA Finals. You can't pick the part-time killer. No. Okay. And that's the difference between that's the difference when I when no, I there's, no, consi- like there's no consistency here. We, we need some, no. This there's no consistency. That, that's, that's why I, I praise Kobe. That's why I don't praise guys like LeBron. That's why I don't praise KD. That's why I don't praise Devin Booker. That's why I praise. That's why I praise guys like Mike. I praise guys like Kobe. I praise guys who really want it when those moments and those times is on the line. In, 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 the, in the league today, in the league today, who has killer instinct? In the NBA right now, who has killer instinct? Giannis Santetokounmpo has killer instinct. We've seen it on display. Uh, let me see. Steph Curry has killer instinct. We've seen it. I ain't gonna lie. I, hold on. I ain't gonna lie about that. He was the most clutchest mm-hmm. nigga in the game. So yes, yes he has killer instinct. Can't take that away from him. I give shout you that. Out, shout out Aramis Jones for putting that stack on him too. Joker. Um, he gonna lose that Joker. money too. So hey, messing with you, he gonna lose that bread. But anyways, um, who, who else got killer instinct? Nah, Joker. I don't. I don't. I'm finna do that, chill, because I watch Joker in the fourth quarters fold up, and I watch, I watch, uh, what you call it, take those games over. I watched in the Lakers series when he couldn't score in the fourth quarter. I watched it, and old boy took this is all, this is all, this is all a Jamal Murray propaganda. Everything that's been said for the past 15 minutes is nothing but Jamal Murray propaganda. He's pushing the Jamal Murray line. He start he started off this summertime saying Jamal right. Murray's better than Penny Hardaway. That's all this is. Is Jamal Murray is a Jamal, Jamal Murray? Jamal Murray is nice, but Jamal I want to get back. Nice, on, uh, Jamal crazy. Murray is super nice, but I want to get Jamal back Murray's on better than it. Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell. I'm not going that far. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going that far. But let's get back. Let's get back on the killer instant. Yes, Giannis, like you said. But you just talked about Joker ticket. I mean, they swept the Los Angeles Lakers. Now you said that he didn't score in the fourth quarter, going up against the best defense in the league. He it wasn't like Jamal Murray. It wasn't like Jamal Murray carried them. He, oh, he was. What about in hold game on? Two, what in a, game two, what a, yes. Game two. Hold yes. on. And, and so yeah, but the series saying, though. We, we talking no, no, about your kid. Your kid tried to score with Jamal Murray. What was that killer? What was that killer? So Jamal Murray came back in the other in the other so the same thing, so the same, like you just said, Mars, Joker outscored Murray in two of the fourth quarters. Murray outscored him in two of the fourth quarters. So that's the same logic ticket that you was using with James Harden. James Harden gave you two 40-point games, right? He gave you two 40-point games, gave you two wins. So Joel Embiid should have been able to do that. Well, the difference here is Joker actually was doing that throughout the playoffs. Close the series. Can't be no part-time killer, man. Them dudes part-time Sports killers, them. man. Okay, so if you can't be a part-time killer, why is Giannis, why is Giannis what killer instinct? Oh, Giannis, hold on. The only thing that affected Giannis was injury. Last year, game seven, why did you shoot, what, six for 20? No, well, I'm saying the only thing that affected Giannis was injury. We do have to, we no, no, do no, have no, to. No, 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 I don't have time to fill up some gas. I'm game saying game? we do have to respect the fact that he was hurt. Game six against Boston. Last year against Boston. Right, last year against Boston. That game six, they were in elimination game. When he was missing wide open layups, what is the killer instinct? I just felt like he was at a game. I don't know if I can't go with that one. That can't be an excuse. No, because Jimmy lost his... That's why I mean... That's the difference when I... 
if Jimmy if Jimmy, if Jimmy ain't the killer, then Giannis ain't the killer. If Jimmy ain't the killer, Giannis ain't the killer. If Jimmy killer instinct because of the finals, and we all know his anger was not crazy, crazy. man. Y'all. He sat there and watched Jimmy kill Drew Holiday, didn't lift a finger to try to save his man, left him on an island, fed him to sharks, and just watched. Ain't no killer going to watch his man get eaten alive. Yeah. By, yeah. By yeah. Let me ask you a question. I, I, hold on. I think Giannis is a killer. Well, I'm saying if Jokic isn't a killer, Giannis is a killer. You play basketball, Bob. You play basketball, so you should know better than this. When you playing at that level, when you playing at that level, yes, and you suffer the type of injury that Giannis suffered, Sit your ass Paul down. George suffered the same. Hold on, Paul George suffered the same injury and missed the whole playoffs. Giannis suffered that injury and came back in less than ten days to play. Bro, you always, you always, you always comparing shit that you always comparing shit that is not equal. That's one person. This is another person. Just because it's the same injury doesn't mean it's the same severity. Huh? It doesn't. You don't. You don't know. You don't know the the, the it, muscular what? makeup of this man's quad to be able to to be able to <laughs> to, to, to be able to help out uh, and uh, what is it? You know. You know when you hurt something, so you got to use something else to uh, uh, right. to make compensate. up for. Compensate. compensate. Thank you, Chitel. Sure. Right, uh, L, L, L vocabulary, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know what I'm saying you don't you don't know the muscular makeup of this man's quad to compensate for for uh, a meniscus injury to help his knee. It's two different people. You all you always compare shit that's not equal. The man, hold on, hold on. The man had the, hold on. The man, the man wasn't LeBron James. He really had surgery in the off season. So what? That's either right there. You can't. You can't. What do you mean? So what? He had surgery in the off season. I'm I'm un, I'm understanding what you're saying. That was incredible what Giannis did. But he missed Jimmy, the games. Jimmy, he missed the fever games Jimmy, 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 Jimmy done did some 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 crazy shit like that, you know, played through injuries and shit like that too. Right. So to say for you to say that Jimmy's not a killer because he because he ran out of gas in the finals, right? And then said, but say Giannis is a is a killer when he sat there and watched his man get slaughtered by Jimmy Butler. I just don't think that's. I mean, part-time killer. I mean, you won't. I three for twelve in the fourth quarter in overtime and three for nine from the free throw line in a closeout game. Well, y'all real nasty over here. Y'all, y'all, y'all disgusting. No, this is the thing. I think Giannis is a killer. I think Giannis is a killer. I think he's a killer. I'm a part-time killer. He played he didn't do what LeBron did. Talk about some year I told my tendon I need to see this end of surgery. No, he didn't. He took his L like a man. And guess what? You only heard after he had the surgery. So he Tick, did have off season surgery. Tick, I don't think you're listening, man. Y'all didn't. No, 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 Tick, man. You, you, no Tick, one here is saying Giannis isn't Thank a killer. You. We're saying by your ideology of part time killers, that's what Giannis, I mean, that, that's what who has clearly come up short in the playoffs multiple right. times. Okay, so when is Devin Booker ever told you he's a killer in the house? When is Devin Booker ever told y'all he's a killer on the house? thing? No, this isn't about. I mean, no, I am. I'm That's what I consider a killer. This started because I asked you who are the killers in the NBA. You said Giannis, you said Steph, you said De'Aaron Fox, you said Jamal Murray. Then we asked about Jimmy Butler. You said he lost that because we can't have part-time killers. I'm saying based on that ideology and the fact that Jokic isn't a killer, even though he's gone out and won a championship, displayed at the highest level, Giannis, who we all think, if I ask Ox, Chill, Domo, all of us, we think Giannis is a killer. But by yes, this part-time killer ideology, Giannis, who came up short in the postseason this year, shot terribly from the free-throw line, 
ran from the three free throw line late in games. Everyone remembers he nearly threw the ball out of bounds to run away from the free throw line. Shot one for nine in the fourth quarter. Shot three for nine from the free throw line in the fourth quarter in overtime. Lost the series to an eight seed. Last year in game seven, couldn't make wide open layups. His killer instinct should also be revoked by this. And this is why, okay, Ron, put us on the double screen, Ron, because I'm about to deep fry this boy. I'm about to take his ass to deep waters and drown him, chill. I'm about to take his ass in deep waters and drown him because he capping. This is the reason why you can't have little boys like this who've never been in the field talking basketball. Because once again, he's up here giving you guys buffoon stats. Again, this man was playing literally on one leg. The man had surgery in the all That's 2021. No, hold on, hold on. I'm going to say, uh-uh, no, I didn't interrupt you. You're going to lie. You're going to lie. If you're going to lie, I'm going to let you I'm going to say it again. All that stuff you said about Giannis. All that stuff you said about Giannis missing layups, doing this, doing that, running from the free throw line again. That man could have copped out and not even came back to play. That injury he had, he had to have surgery after the season was over with. That was a serious injury. So what did he do? He still went out there and played. He still gave you a 36-point triple-double. He still gave you the 28-point game and a double-double, big-time double-double. And y'all still complain he did it on one damn leg, and he didn't cry about an injury. He really but did have surgery. So I don't want to hear that. When you take that into equation, that this dude really did have surgery, where he couldn't even play in the FIBA games because he had surgery. You have to take these things into equation when we're talking about performances. How can a dude be 100% of who he is when he's out here on one leg? So the fact that he did everything he did on one leg, and then we're still saying, oh, well, you didn't go guard Jimmy Butler when he was cooking, what you call it, on one leg that he had to have surgery on when the season was over with? And we're gauging a dude's pain tolerance because he's saying, oh, well, maybe he can take it. But the man had surgery when the season was over. Come on, man. We ain't finna do that, bro. Okay. Small so thing to a giant. It's easy work. The, okay, the, man the, can surgery, do it. the surgery that Yanis had was a cleanup surgery where they looked at his knee they saw nothing was extremely problematic, but it could cause problems down the line. So he had the option to get a cleanup surgery that would just minimize the risk of anything happening further down the line. He wasn't playing on one leg. His leg was fine. They just examined his knee. So there was some tissue that could cause a problem and they cleaned it up for him. And that's why he didn't play in fever. His back was hurt against the Miami Heat. That's what actually was hurting. That doesn't explain not being able to make free throws. That doesn't explain running from the free throw line. That doesn't explain any of that. 2022, when he was healthy, he was missing wide open layups in game seven. That doesn't explain any of that. 2021, the reason why all of us think Giannis is a killer is because he played through that injury, came back from an injury where no one thought he could actually play. And that's why no one is questioning his killer instinct. But by the fact that you're questioning Jimmy Butler when he had an ankle problem in the playoffs, the fact that you question Joel Embiid when he's been injured in every single postseason he's ever been in and has played through every single one, but you question him because he doesn't live up to the standards. I didn't question him. Played. I didn't say anything about him. All you've done since Joel Embiid's lost is, oh, here's the MVP stats. Go no, down I in the think he fell off in the playoffs. He with a sprained LCL, he's played with a torn meniscus, he's played with a broken face, he's played with a messed up thumb. And I did not hold on. The man missed the playoffs because of a cold, bro. Cut it out. You don't bring up the fact that Joel Embiid was hurt in the postseason. You just bring up the fact that his stats went down. You've not once mentioned the fact he had a sprained LCL and still played against Boston, still went to seven games and gave everything he had on that floor. You don't bring that up. But when it's Giannis, you want to bring up the fact that he was hurt, had a cleanup surgery and act like he played on one leg. Joel Embiid has actually played on one leg in two of the last three postseasons. And I haven't heard a word out of you when he averaged 30 against the Atlanta Hawks and played that on a torn meniscus. I didn't hear a word about how Joel Embiid played. All I've heard is that he doesn't show up in the playoffs. 
we all think, once again, I'm going to keep saying it until you listen. We all think Yanis is a killer. Every single one of us. But when you say part-time killers don't count, Yanis would have to be a part-time killer. There's no such thing as a full-time killer who runs from the free-throw line late in games, who shoots one for nine in the fourth quarter, who is meant to be a defensive player of the year and doesn't take the matchup of the best perimeter player on the other team, especially when he's also a wing, not a guard. There's no such thing as that happening. How many laps you ran? Part-time but you weren't with me shooting in the How many laps you ran? How many suicides have you done? Look, how many shots have you done? How many times have you been out there on the floor and got elbowed in the face? How many injuries have you got? How many injuries have you got during the season? How many injuries have you gotten during the season that could have ended your career? How many injuries you got in the season that could have ended your season? How many push ups you ever did? That boy good. How many push ups you ever did? That boy good. That boy good. It's easy to sit behind the computer your whole life. It's easy to sit behind the computer your whole little punk ass life. You're getting cooked and you've never been out the field, boy. You've never been out the field, boy. You've never been out the field, boy. Like I said, you know what I'm talking about. You don't talk different, boy. Get out there in the field and you're going to talk different. You don't know nothing about basketball and the real G's are last basketball, boy. The real G's are last boy. You can't real do. pro basketball players last and talk you like that. You've never been out there in the field. You've never been out there in the field, but you talk like that. You heard what I said. You heard what I said, boy. You heard what I said. You can't run five laps right now if I ask you. You can't run five suicides right now if I ask you. You talk a computer geek, that's it. You a computer nerd and that's it. That's all you all are. Right, look, hey, Rod, come on, man. What are you doing? Don't put him out. Let him cook. Don't put him out. Let him cook. Don't put him out. I don't Why do you talk about Mars? Look, look. Why are you talking about Mars? Y'all relax. Y'all stop yelling over each other. Let each other talk. Time both out. All right. That's fair. When you go back and listen to it on YouTube, all you hear is rah, 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 rah. That's true. Have a civilized debate. If you get shot and run at a cop, let him cook, man. Let him Let him cook, man. Everybody, they love it. Let him cook. Let him cook. Let us cook. That man talking his talk. Hey, Ron. That man talking his talk, Ron. But my whole point is this: it's easy for him to say stuff when he ain't never felt it and never been out there in no moments. When you've been in this your whole life, and like dude in the chat room said, "Oh, ticket like mofo's like tickets be talking." Nigga, I've been doing this shit my whole life. Guys like Chilltown, we grew up doing this our whole life. You can't tell us a difference from being behind a computer to actually being out there on the court. It's easy for us to talk about a mofo who really did have injuries versus a nigga who missed a game because of cold. Jo Joel and B missed a playoff game, and that's why I came off him because he had a tummy ache, nigga. When the season, when the series was on the line, chill time. Remember that? That wasn't no injury. He missed it because he had a tummy ache, and they end up losing that series because they lost that game. So like I said before, when you're dealing with a guy like Giannis who been through the grind, who really went through injuries, who's came back multiple times even though they lost and tried to fight through the injuries when we saw him playing against Miami when he was younger, when he had the ankle injury and came through. Well, if you ain't never been through that and they never felt that, I don't want you can't talk about this and talk about that. Like I said, that's why I hate arguing with dudes who ain't never been out in the field, bro, because they don't understand how it go, period. Yo, Mars, are you going to drop a recipe book with what you just cooked? Because that shit was crazy. Uh, well, no, you no. gonna eat all of it? You gonna you gonna eat the whole plate? No, you gonna straight the whole plate? I'm gonna get second and third. You gonna straight the whole plate? I already know. By, by the way, MB MB did not miss a game against the Toronto Raptors. He played all seven games, even with his tummy ache. He played every single game. So that's that was good. Yeah, that's once again a lie. But um, I want to ask. Hold you, on. So, MB never missed a game in the playoffs due to he had a cold head. He had a sick game, yeah, and the, he missed because the, the, the only the only series in which they were talking about his tummy ache was against Toronto. He played every single game. He just didn't play very well. 
But I want to ask, so you talk about you've been on the court, you see, you understand, blah, blah, blah. Is that different to like, if someone was like an NFL player, could they talk about what it's like to go through injuries in basketball or do you have to be a basketball player to understand? No, because it's a different type of situation. Meaning this, for example, so only let me give you one example. I'm going to answer your question. Mm-hmm. I talked to Dub about this yesterday and I told Dub this, he'll tell you. I can't sit up here from a computer and tell Dub, Dub is a wrestler. He's been a real, he's been a wrestler in his life. I can do all the study and analyze and I want. I can't sit up here and tell Dub how he gonna feel going be, going through these certain situations. I can't tell him that. I can't tell Dub that. La mujer, I, I can't tell Dub that. You understand what I'm saying? I gotta keep it a hundred, bro. I gotta stand. I gotta say, you know what, Dub? You've been out there in the field. It's certain things that you experience that you know that I can't talk about. But only on YouTube, only in this little cyber world, do we praise dudes who've never been in these type of situations that are tell dudes. So we'll sit out here and listen to guys like you, Brian Windhorst, who will sit at a buffet all day long. Hold on, hold on. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. So hold on. I'm saying this. If you ain't never had a, a severe injury before and had to go do the rehab and had to go play through it, and had to play through it. Don't nobody want to hear that. Don't nobody want to hear all oh, this. That because I have, I have been in situations where I have damn near tore my knee out and still had to go play. I have been in situations where I tore, where I had pulled my groin extremely to the point where it was almost torn, where I could barely walk. And you had to play through it. You don't understand how that feels. So when you say this stuff about oh he gave the ball up, maybe he gave the ball up because he could barely even feel like he was trying to walk to even get to the free yeah. throw line and concentrate yeah, to shoot the free throw because all the pain he was play. going through. So all I'm but, saying is that when you go through those when you go through those situations, you you have a different respect for that. When you do what we do every day, when you get on that line and you run them suicides like me and Chill Town and these guys did and Bobby and them guys did, goddamn for 20, 30 years, when you do that shit your whole life, you have a different understanding, and appreciation, bro. When you when you out there being pushed and when you out there having to carry a team sometimes, like Giannis has had to do because the other teammates wasn't hitting shots, trying to go get 30 points, 10, 15 rebounds, 11, 12 assists. That's not easy to do. These dudes ain't robots. This ain't NBA 2K13. So what all I'm saying to you is that I praise a guy like Giannis because I seen him accomplish it and do it on the highest level. That's why I say he's a true killer. If you listen to what I say about true killers, these are guys who have done it and accomplished it on the highest level. That's why I praise Jamal Murray. That's why I praise guys like Kobe Bryant. That's why I praise guys like Michael Jeffrey Joy. That's why I praise Larry Joe Burke because they were true killers when in the biggest moments they delivered. Guys, if you talking about on here, they haven't. They always found a reason to fold or, or succumb under the circumstances. I've seen Isaiah Thomas achieve things under the highest level. So like I said before, these are the guys who are the real killers in the game. So like I said, man, unless you've been out there in the field, it's some shit you never understand, bro. You would never understand. Yeah, that's that's fine. Um, You've never played an NBA playoff game, but here we are talking about NBA players in the playoffs. So you also... But I grew up and played with NBA players yeah. my whole life. And that's all And me, me personally, I don't need to talk about my history in sports. Anyone who knows me knows I've played football at a very high level. I've played football overseas. I've played in Spain. I've gone through injuries. I've gone through rehab. I actually had surgery on my feet two days ago. And I'm still on this show because of stuff I've gone through during football. I know what it's like going through injuries in sports. I know what it's like playing against professionals. I know what it's like playing at the highest level. I know what it's like playing overseas. I know what it's like in all these environments. I know. I just don't need to say those things because I let my words do the talking. I don't need to be like, oh, believe me, because I've been through this and that. No. What I say, if you believe what I say, is based on the stuff that I'm actually saying, not because of where I've been and what I've done. 
That's why I don't point to the stuff I've gone through in the history of sports. I am no one knows my age, no one knows where I've played, no one knows anything other than the people that know me. Let me ask you a question. So is Draymond wrong? Mark? I knew is he Draymond was dirty. Wrong? I knew he was I don't, dirty. I don't, I don't need to is point to any of those things because what is people want to listen to is what I say, not because of who I am, but because is of what Draymond I actually say. Wrong? That's why I don't point to those things. Is Draymond wrong when he slams media members and people who talk shit and never been through what he been through? Is he wrong? But that's not about right. Or, he's allowed he wrong, to think. I don't what he, he's allowed, I'm asking, and I'm, and I'm answering the question. I'm answering the question. He's allowed to think what he thinks about how certain people who have never been in the NBA shouldn't talk about him. And I'm allowed to think what I think about how I've seen people in the NBA who don't know what they're talking about, and people who aren't in the NBA who do know what they're talking about. I think, like I've like I've just said, but how can you tell somebody who played the league they don't know what they're talking about? Because how can you tell somebody who actually did it? They don't because know because they about. say stupid things. And this is why I just well, no, said, no, no, no. But how does I it don't need to. Stupid? Because you've never been there. How because, does it make it yeah, And once again, once again. If you have a bunch why, of buffoons in the comments, they should say, this is why I don't point to my credentials. Because if people will listen to me simply because of where I've been and what I've done, not because of the actual things I'm saying, I don't want that to be the case. That's why I've never no, spoken people, about people. That's the reason why people respect you. That's why I've never spoken about anything I've gone through. Because it's a bunch of niggas who play with their life. I want people to agree with me because what I'm saying actually makes sense. NBA players say the most dumb things all the time. And people will listen to them because, oh, they played in the league. I don't want that to be the case with me. So what I do is I just say, oh, I've never played sports a day in my life. I'm still so we have years computer nerds saying that NBA players don't know what they talk about. Shit, call me a computer this nerd. This is what we get. I've heard we get computer. I've, we get okay, computer. Ticket. Ticket. Anthony Edwards said KD is the greatest player to ever exist. Explain to me how we should listen to you over him. I'm going to tell you why. Hold on. Let me explain it to you right now. And I'm going to tell you why he was being real and what he said. He was being real in what he said because Anthony Edwards is how old, sir? 21. So that's who he saw. So Anthony Edwards is only talking about who he saw. Okay, so explain, I learned. Okay, I used so to look at the younger players and say, what are they talking about? Hold on, hold on, hold on, Mark. Explain how he had LeBron James. I looked at it and said, hold on one second, hold on one second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because everybody doesn't see things through the lenses as guys like you who don't play. Guys who really out there in the court, he really out there in the field. He really had to guard both of these guys. He really got to play against both of these guys. He really grew up and watched both of those guys. So when you have younger guys that say younger guys are the greatest players they've ever seen, I stopped thinking that was a problem because when I used my mind and thought about it, I said, well, those are the guys they watched growing up. The same way that Dr. J has a whole different top five list than guys like Mike, I mean, guys like Kobe and those guys and then other guys like LeBron and these guys because he watched other guys growing up. You're proving my point. You're literally saying you listen to him because he's in the league. Not because of what he's actually saying. But because he's in the league, you give his opinion more credibility than someone who's not. No matter how dumb what he actually says is, yeah, but because he's gonna, been I'm never through gonna try it, to take away the credibility. Because he's been I'm through it, all of a sudden, no matter I'm how dumb the thing he that's says like is, it's perfectly like fine. Some kid Me personally, and shit. if someone that's says like something some dumb, famous. I don't care if they're the biggest genius in the world or they're the biggest idiot. If you say something dumb, I'm going to call what you said dumb. If you say something smart, I don't care if you're no, the greatest what makes it dumb? Time, you or you've never played basketball in your life. I'm going to listen to what's what smart makes it dumb? what's not smart, regardless of who it comes from. I don't care who says what. If it's smart, what makes it dumb? Hold on. What makes it dumb? Because you said it. Who made the rules that say that make it dumb? Because you said it. Because you said um, so. An NBA player, what he planet, said is dumb. Because you said so. Everyone on the planet knows that Kevin Durant is not the best basketball player to ever exist. That's what. Everyone. You, no, you're know. not hearing me. I'm not. You're not. No, see, this is point where it's a disconnect. Kevin Durant, who he saw. He saw LeBron James. LeBron James. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm listen. If you ask, hold on, hold on. If you ask Dr. J, who's his top five, he might not even.
have Mike in his top five because Dr. J grew up in a different era watching different players. Chilltown know what I'm talking about. So and then if you fine. ask Kobe Bryant who's his top five, his top five, hold on, 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 hold on one second, Mars, his opinion is based off his reality, what he saw. So he's talking about what he saw. You guys sit on here all the time and talk about, oh, you guys can't judge what you didn't see. So then when we talk about Aunt Edwards and we talk about what he saw, I can't get upset at the young fella at what he saw being only 24, 25 years old because he didn't see so much. So a guy like you who's only watched basketball for like six or seven years, you're going to come in here and tell niggas who don't live their whole life. And I've been on the basketball court longer than you've been born. Pretty much. I've been on a basketball court longer than your ass. When you wasn't even a thought of being a seed, I was on a basketball court putting in work. You gonna come on here all of a sudden and flip the game and tell niggas who gave blood, sweat, tears, and ain't life to this shit. You understand what I'm saying? What is right and what is wrong in the game of basketball? That shit ain't never gonna happen. We almost stand you, on business you, every you, single you, time. What you just said was Dr. J's... No, no, we, no, we don't. What you said was Dr. J's top five is based on things he saw. No, we don't. What you said was Dr. J's top five... I'm not finna do this with you with, with Mars or Ticket. Uh, on to the next super chat. Alan R said, This recent MJ slander has been great. L. Jor fraud. I saw a post. I saw a post today about it might be fraudulent that because LeBron James had his head above the rim and he 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 he, he was looking down at the goal. There's no documented evidence that Jordan could jump that high because he didn't have his head above the goal. Now, me being as old as I am, I was around when Jordan had hair and he called him Air Jordan. So the one thing I even with all the questions that's going on, the one thing I will never question is Jordan's hops ever. Will I question Jordan's hops? Add that to the fact that LeBron James is six foot nine. Jay only six six. So it's going to look a little bit different with, with, with LeBron James than it is with Michael Jordan because he's bigger. Jay's hops, on the other hand, nah, I'm never questioning Jay's hops, ever. Zubair Zuzu said, what do you guys think about Giannis training with Hakeem and what do you think he could learn from him? Better footwork. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. Better footwork. That's what it is. Going, that, that's what it's going to be. Better footwork, Ron. Better footwork. And more confidence. Lajuan's gonna Lajuan's gonna get Giannis out of his own head. Didn't Dwight Howard spend like a whole summer with with the team once? And I think it was something like I, I think he did. I think that was in like 2010 <laughs> or something like that. I want I want to say too. I think it was the summer of 2010. And just so you know, Pirate, that next year I thought he should have won the league MVP. And he had a real he had a legit argument in 2011 to win the league MVP. Even though Orlando, they finished in the top four. I thought he had a legit argument to be the league MVP that year. Legit. Cheese with the Super Chat said, if it wasn't for low management, what players today can play 82 games? Hey, hey Ron, I want you to do one thing because I see everybody in the chat room talking about L, Ron, L, Ticket, whatever. I want you to do one thing. Put a poll up there and ask the crowd how many people in this crowd play professional basketball. Because, see, I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you all something. A lot of the people that's the audience will believe stuff Mars say because a lot of y'all never played no basketball beyond high school, beyond middle school. So you guys are, you guys have a different opinion. You guys will look at guys like Mars. You look at guys like Skip Bayless. You look at these guys who ain't never did that shit and praise what they say when them dudes ain't never achieved nothing on no real high level. And I, I, I've always said I feel like we should respect 
what Marge and them bring to the table. But when them motherfuckers, when them cats, excuse me, start being condescending and acting like when dudes really went through this, they whole life, I've been through this shit my whole life. I've been playing basketball longer than Marge been born. So he ain't finna come in here and tell me that, oh, well, NBA players can be wrong to say this wrong. No, they've been out there. That's their field. They've been out there in like the I, field. Just like I told Mars, I got to keep the same energy. We're moving on, bro. Y'all y'all disagreed. It was what it was. We on to the next topic. Y'all think uh, anybody, any players can play 82 games? Uh, Looney did play 82 games. <laughs> Anthony Edwards. Mikael Bridges. Bridges. Um, um, Demonte Sabonis. <laughs> Sabonis. Book got hurt last year. Um, let's see. I mean, I think probably more guys than not could. Yes. Yeah. And hey, you, you know, know what, Pirate? You know, you know what? I was I wanted to ask all this because I I know we were always worried. We, we were saying about uh about uh, about Vic about Wimbenyama. Like, oh, he he uh -huh. got that frame. He might get hurt. I'm I'm looking at like, and I know it's just a couple of clips. I don't want to just take into account a couple of clips, but just based on his flexibility and some of the workouts I've been seeing him doing. I don't know. Yeah. He 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 looks real flexible, real agile. You know, he can do a split at that size. Damn, yeah, he can do a split. He real limber. I don't I don't know. His his yeah. and joints might be you know ready to go. Now I don't know. Yeah. I'm not saying that to say he's gonna play 82 games. I don't know all that, but right, I'm, right. I'm kind of I'm I'm a little more um reinforced on on thinking like okay maybe maybe he can maybe he can make it through maybe he won't well i mean obviously for his frame he's a tremendous athlete obviously. i mean you know he's he's projected to be a great nba player but it's just the physics the physics of being that that tall that thin his lower body does it might be flexible but it does not look yeah, but just strong. just like just like it, it, it doesn't look strong there? at all just said that in the chat somebody uh zim just like he just said, you know, it's he, you know, could be the modern day Kareem. You know what I'm saying? Now I know Kareem got hurt and whatnot at certain times of his career, but you know, for the for the most part, he was he was a relatively uh, relatively healthy long career. So if if, if Wimbenyama can do anything close to that, you know what I'm saying? But I think Tabaka, Kareem had Tabaka, a, I think Kareem had a much stronger base than yeah. than, than Victor. I mean. Yeah, yeah if you like look at look at Kareem's like thighs like and yeah. yeah, look at yeah. look at that that's, that's uh, that saying. Bruce Lee movie. Yeah, man. I'm looking at that. I'm I'm assuming when Miyama does does yoga and stuff like that. And I, don't, I don't know if he's doing dancing and you know all that stuff. I know Kareem did right. a little right. you know ballet and all that types of stuff. I don't know if when Miyama's doing all that, but just assuming about just some of the flexibility I've been seeing in these videos, I'm assuming he's. You know he's he's getting the proper stretching. You know, making sure he's, you know, I don't I don't know. I'm just I'll just just a quick observation. I'm just thinking when you're that tall and your knee when your knee is that high off the ground, it yeah. just raises the probability of some bad things happening along the line where where people come in and and hit you from the side or he sets a screen and and it goes funny or he comes down from a rebound and the torque, you know, it's just I mean. It's scary. It's a scary Jordan frame, in my opinion. That's true. He did not jump from behind the free throw line. Scotty did, but by, by like inches. Like Jordan's toe was on the free throw line. Scotty Pippen's toe was behind the free throw line by like this. It wasn't like this. So we're talking like we're talking about the hundred yard dash where Mars, I'm beat you running up, you running a hundred in I don't know nine seven four, and I'm running it in like nine seven seven. I mean that's 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 the that's how yeah, far you go, Coach. You go, because <laughs> I took I, I was in a dunk contest, took off like like this far in front of the free throw line. 
So like not behind it. I was I was in front of the free throw line. Right. I, I got I got it on my second attempt and still lost the dunk contest. Mm. Go ahead, do bad, man. Now the Thomas High, it was it was at the Thomas High School. My boy Javon jumped over a rack 360 windmill. Boom. I was like, all right. No, you deserve to lose. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, shit, okay. I guess this wasn't for me. Sorry. <laughs> can't, talk, can't talk that. All right, moving along. Aramis Jones said, what's good, fellas? What's, what's good? up, brother? Yo, what up? Shout out to Aramis coming through the last mm-hmm. couple of shows. Good seeing you back, my friend. Yes, Gideon sir. Adai said, who's the best rebounders today by position? So who, who will be our starting lineup of rebounders? I mean, it's got to be Durant, right? <laughs> Dama? Mm. Jalen Durant. Mm. So I think at the four, Giannis is the best rebounder. At the small forward, I think Jason Tatum is the best rebounder. Um, at the two guard, I think that's Josh Hart. The point is guard, it still Westbrook? Sure. Is it point guard? Is it still Westbrook? I don't know if yes. it's still Russ. You think it's, it's still, still Russ, Russ. Okay, yes. so it's it's because it's definitely not Patrick Beverly. Who told us he the best rebounder <laughs> in NBA history? So I don't think it's him. And then at the five, Rudy. Active players right now. Um, yeah, in today's game. Maybe Rudy. Valentinus. It is not. I, I can tell you who it's not. It's not Sabonis. I'm going. Let, let's get that. Let, let's get that on the open right now. It is not Demontis Sabonis. He ain't a better rebounder than Anthony Davis. No, he is not. I'm about to say, I pick AD over Rudy. Yeah. Hey, Dev, what, what basketball you ever played, Dev? Dev, you I ever like, played I like, basketball? I like, I like Valentinus. You ever played Best. basketball, Dev? I like Valentinus, too. Oh, uh, Andre, hey, hey, I mean, Andre nah, Drummond. Pack up, pack up, pack up, pack him up, pack him up. Andre Drummond, he's a, he's a Hall of Famer based <laughs> off his rebounding. No, not, not, not a Hall of Famer, Damo. I'm the best rebounder in NBA history. Well, Chill Town, guess what? I'm not going to get mad if the man believes in himself to that level because guess what? Right. He did have multiple seasons where he led the league in rebounding. He did have multiple seasons where he was averaging 14 rebounds, right? I think he led the league in rebounding like five straight years, four or five straight years. He led the more league than in that. Something, more something than like that. that. I think he's averaged damn near double-double almost, almost every year. He was on pace. He was on pace to join the 20,000-point, 20,000 20,000-rebound club. He was right. So, and, and Draymond Green averaged a triple single. When he say he's the greatest defender ever, there's a lot of people that agree with that. So, what is that wh- how are we gonna dumb down what Andre Drummond? Points, rebounds, and assists go do. Right, well, cool. You said rebound assists got to do a what? What does him averaging yeah. a triple single got to do with him being the best defender ever? Nothing. Just you. Didn't no, play I said Draymond Green. Oh, no, 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 I said Draymond. You, no, you missed my point. You missed my point. I said Draymond Green said he the best defender ever, and he only averaged a triple single. During his career, I, he says. So what I mean is this. What I mean is this. He only averaged double figure rebounds. I think. I don't ever think he ever averaged double figure rebounds in his career. No. And he no. Like I think he did it in the playoffs one. I think he did it in the playoffs. No, I don't the regular season. I'm the, he's, he's never in the playoffs. Did it in the playoffs. No. Yeah. He's never. But a lot of people. Not a, a lot of people rebound. share that narrative. But then when Andre Drummond say, and Andre Drummond, Chia Tan had a stretch where he averaged. 10, 3, 10.3, 10.2, 13.5, 11.1, 11.5, 15.8, 15.6, 16.13, 14.8, 13.5, 13.2 pounds per game. Yeah, he, he, had, he, had a, he had a six year stretch. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a 10 year stretch. He averaged 12. No, I'm, talking, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about it. Yeah, keep going, keep going. He averaged 12.7 rebounds per game for his career. 
hey, if he gonna say he the best rebounder ever, he got a damn good argument. Cause even well, even the great rebounders like Big Ben Wallace, he don't average that. Nah, he, 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 so, he, he, so he wasn't was a great rebounder. rebounder. He was a great rebounder, one hundred percent. He wasn't a better rebounder than Chamberlain. He wasn't a better rebounder than. Well, Bill no one was. He wasn't better. He wasn't a better rebounder than West Marcel. He wasn't a better rebounder than Moses Malone. I'll 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 just go. I'll just stay right there with with, with those guys. Not that. But that he, I mean, mean he got an argument. And, he got an argument. He, got an argument. I, I, he does. He wasn't a better rebounder than Dennis Rodman either. No, he was not. It's definitely not laughable. Like for him no, to say he has. It's the same. I might not agree, but it's definitely not laughable. Like it's the same. Andre it's Drummond the same as it's the, it's the same as the dude who led the league in scoring five straight years, going, "Yo, I'm the greatest scorer ever." Well, when you talk about the greatest scorers ever, you you have to talk about me simply off the strength of what I did. Now, when you want to add in stuff like intangibles, my ball handling, how I separate from the defense, where how I can get to my spots, how I right. counter, you want to talk about that stuff, then bet. But what you can't deny is you can't deny what I produced. You can't do that. I do yeah, think if he stayed in Detroit, he'd have broke all records, Ron. I thought he, I think he, if he, he was Detroit, on his way to the 20,000 point, 20,000 rebound club, it's only one other dude in that, all in, that, in, that, in, in that category. That's Chamberlain. That's it. Wait, Nobody so else. Is he, is he a Hall of Famer in your opinion? No. He should be based off the, based off the fact that he's based off the fact that if, to me, if he wins a championship, that seals it. I mean, to me, the man had 16 rebound seasons in this era. You you don't see that from nobody. Well, yeah, because uh, the thing with him, it's not just his rebound totals; his rebound percentage is is off the charts. Which, the which I, I think it's number one. I think he I think he's like twenty three percent. I think it's number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, and, and rebound like percentage is a, is a good way to look like across eras. Um, you know, because it's it's goes past the pace of the game right. and and that. Yo, the, the thing with Andre Drummond is, if Andre Drummond was drafted. Six to ten years earlier, we will be thinking completely different about him. A lot of the reason why, obviously, keep in mind the the game had changed in the midst of his career. But also on top of that, the reason why, Bob, the reason why I would say people would say it's laughable with him saying he's the best rebounder of all time is just partially because of his game, though. Like, when you talk about Wilt, when you talk about Moses Malone, when you talk about all those other guys, those guys Uh, were, you know, they're they're, they're top ten talents of all time. So that's that's why he averaged more rebounds than Moses Malone, Ron. No, I, I get that ticket, but I'm saying a lot of people when they when they equate like if you didn't even throw in the numbers and you were just like who's a better rebounder, Will Chamberlain or Andre Drummond or Moses Malone and Andre Drummond, people are automatically going to say the player that's better. Even as his even player. in his prime, no ticket. E- even in his prime, he was not a better rebounder than Moses. Well, I don't no, know. He, he averaged more rebounds. He averaged four, more. He averaged more rebounds. Moses. He met, no, no, he but let's for his career, he averaged more rebounds than Will. And I'm going to say this, and we all can say this is the truth. His career really got cut short as far as what he could have did because he's still young. Absolutely. What he could have did because when he got traded to the – when he, I mean, excuse me, when he moved to the Lakers, I mean, to the Cavs and then went to the Lakers. That's when his career took a downtime. If he would have stayed with Detroit or went to the team that was going to pay him that money just right. to do what he was doing – Bro, he would have broke all – his records would have been stupid because in to that year – Why? What happened to, in the Lakers that changed up on him? Yeah, and to that year, Bob – Because what he did didn't – people didn't deem that as valuable when it came to winning. Like, his rebounding, it did not show up in terms of what you would want from a winning big. And he didn't do really anything else that would validate him staying in the league at that time. At least That's the I, thing. That's he I, didn't – like. Talking he, about, he, I'm, I'm talking about what oh. was the difference, though, like with, with tickets saying – I'm just curious to know why, why, why did that have a negative impact on his career? I'm, I'm generally asking. I, I don't know why. 
Mm-hmm. Bob, I, mean, I think it's more so the change of the game. Well, like when, when teams started playing small ball and stuff like that, he, he you weren't able to maximize his talents and stuff like that. That's really the main thing. If had he played 10 years ago when people were playing two seven footers at the same time, it would it would have been different. Or more like like 20 years ago, 15 years ago, he, Andre Drummond would still be eating in the NBA right now. If this was 2012. Andre Drummond would still be somebody starting center. Yeah, this but that's on the off. That's offensive stuff, though. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. He's, he's he said, but, but Andre Andre Drummond said rebounding. I think right. I think if Andre Drummond says I'm the best rebounder ever, it's not laughable. I think Andre Drummond is closer to the best rebounder than Draymond Green and said the best defender. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and, and no, even Akeem average, even Akeem only average eleven point one. Akeem well, yeah, but see, all these other guys did so many other things. Like Andre Drummond, if, when, you, when you're talking about Hall of Fame and that kind of stuff, Andre Drummond is yeah. one of the more one-dimensional type players. Like, think about, like, Mark Eaton is one of, one of if not the best shot blockers, right? And, I disagree. Uh, Alvin That's Rock- not true. That's not Alvin true. I mean, Rock- he had all those years, hold on, all those years, he was averaging damn near 20. He had a stretch. Mark, Mark, Mark Eaton was averaging five five blocks a game for a season. He's talking about Drummond. He's talking about Drummond. Yeah, I'm talking about Drummond. I'm saying Andre. Oh, I think you're talking about Andre Drummond. My bad, uh, Power. Yeah. I think you talking about Drummond. No, I'm just saying he's more in the category of these guys like a, a Mark Eaton or an Alvin Robertson, who like like Alvin Robertson as when it comes to steals, he's as good as it gets, right? But like Andre Drummond d- isn't really the in my opinion, and probably most people's, he's he's not going to be considered like the complete enough player to be be talking well, about. Like, he, he was averaging seventeen. He was averaging seventeen point seven and fifteen rebounds. Right. I mean, the man was averaging. The man For has years. Bit, yeah. He's averaging seventeen point three, fifteen point six rebounds, seventeen point seven, fifteen point two rebounds, seventeen point eight, fifteen point eight rebounds, seventeen point five, thirteen point five rebounds. That's not just one side of the basketball, though. No, he was on the offensive side of the basketball, but you got you also got to remember, ticket. We talking about a time during that time where the big man was dying. So when you got a guy like Moses, who from the mid, who from like the late seventies all the way through the eighties, he had an eight year stretch where he averaged fourteen boards. He's doing this against Jabal. He's doing this against Kevin McHale and Robbie Parrish. He's doing this against Artis Gilmore. He's doing this against Olajuwon. He's doing this against the best bigs. He's doing this against Mark Eaton. The big man was dying. Now, what, what I don't want to do is I don't want to, quote unquote, air attacks Andre Drummond. But it looks better when a guy is going up against better big men and producing at that level. It looks a lot better. So a guy like so a guy like Moses Malone, a guy like Dennis Rodman, who was averaging 16 rebounds, running around with running around against Shaq and Olajuwon and, and, and David Robinson and guys like that. It looks a little bit better. And it was translating to winning. As opposed to Andre Drummond, where the, his, his ability to rebound, when he comes over to the Lakers, it may look like all that stuff he was doing in Detroit was empty because it didn't translate to winning. And it wasn't just the Lakers. Did he not play in Philly? He did play in Philly. He and also played in Cleveland see, too. And you didn't see none of it there. And I would say, well, that, you, happened, well, that was after his. That was after he he he. That was after because you know when you go to L.A., that's the that's the death toll, and well, that's the one thing I in Cleveland first. No, I'm saying no, no. But I'm saying once you get in that L.A. media. That's a depth toll. In Cleveland, he was averaging 17 and a half and 13.5 rebounds. That's telling me the depth toll of you actually being able to produce or be an effective. Well, no, no, no. That's not, well, that's not true maybe because, no, maybe that's not true because he didn't get a lot of minutes because of the LA media. I, I can Terrell was his sixth man of the year. He goes to the Lakers and now he can't play no more. The rest of his career, he, he's hard. I didn't understand that. Ron, no Ron want to get off. Montrezl Terrell was sixth man of the year, Ron. 
He goes Never. to the Lakers. Now, Ron, if, if Montrezl Harrell goes to Sacramento, his legend lives on. He goes to the Lakers, his career is dead. He was up for an $80 million contract with, with the Charlotte Hornets. Instead of that, he took a two-year, 9.9 per year deal with the Lakers just because he wanted to go stack the deck against Kawhi and them because he was mad at them and try to win with the Lakers. It backfired on him. He didn't play. He ain't been the same since. Yeah, but also, ticking. I'm not saying what you said is wrong, but I'm like, you got to look at the positional fits too, Damo. In Philly, he was playing behind Joel Embiid. He's not playing with Joel Embiid. You're not putting both of them out on the floor. Still averaging 8.8 rebounds, Ron. Like it's the 80s or the 90s. You're not playing both of them at the same time. They're not Tim Duncan and, and David Robinson. You're not doing that. On top Ron, Ron. Stop right there, Ron. He was averaging 8.8 rebounds in 18 minutes in Philly. That's crazy. Yeah. And again, no one is doubting his production and rebounding. My point, and I don't know if niggas is not listening or if I'm speaking Mandarin. My point is... His game is not perceived as effective in terms of winning. So, yes, he might have been out there giving you eight and a half rebounds as a backup big, but it was viewed as empty. It was like, okay, what else are you bringing? If you look at a guy like Kavon Looney, another inside presence guy who comes off the bench, but is seen as a guy who helps you win with the Warriors. Now, if you want to say, oh, Kavon Looney is because he's on the Warriors or like that, you put Kavon Looney on, on the Timberwolves, it's not going to look like that. He's going to be the next Drummond? Fine. Concede that. Whatever, but I think with certain players that are inside presences, they at least bring more, or the notion is, or the narrative is, they bring more than what Andre Drummond does in terms of just rebounding. I, okay, I, I would agree. I feel, I feel you saying that. I'm not. I'm not saying that Andre Drummond is, you know, the the, the second coming. I just don't think that. I don't think Ron. He. I don't think he's disrespecting when he says that he's one of the greatest rebounders ever. Because technically, like if you look at it, like Power said, he is. Yo, Andre Drummond's only 30. I still be like... I, That's crazy. That's the crazy part about it. He's, he's only 30. Is he only 30? 30. I think he should still be starting for somebody. The man is the man in the league 11 years, y'all. Easy, Mars. Easy. He was born in 93. He's 29 years old. My bad. He ain't even 30 yet, Ron. He's 29. That's insane. Chill town. He might have an argument, bro. He might have an argument, bro. No, I think he does. I, I, I again, I think he does. Whenever you, when, when, whenever you're doing something, whenever you, whenever you're doing something at a high level for a long time, there is an argument to be made for you to be the best at something. There's definitely an argument to be made, but to be the best ever. It, it, it's got to be a little bit more than that. 13.2 no, rebounds per game his second year in the league. All the way up until he left Detroit, he was no less than 13 rebounds a game. And he peaked at 16. That's insane. I, I don't even think that, to be, to be honest with you, Ticket, if, if you go look back, I don't know if 13 rebounds a game on average, is that even top 10? Oh yeah, no, he led the league in rebounding rebound four times, and that's right. And, and and that and that part that 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 part I get with right. That that part I get with. But when you're talking about a guy who, when you're talking about rebounding and you're talking about production, and you're talking about a guy leading the league in rebounding, I mean, Elgin Baylor averaged 14 rebounds for his career. Yeah, Bob I mean Pettit the old guys got right. Bob yeah, Nate Thurman, Jerry Nate Lucas, Thurman. Will Chamberlain, oh, Bill Russell, all these guys, I'm, they were I'm getting up. But, I mean, I'm it is board. a different game. So I'm right. on board with what you're saying, Chill, but all I'm saying is that if he would have never been put in that situation, like if he would have just continued in that situation he was in, he'd have broke all, all those records have been broken, bro. 
All those records. I'm on, I'm on record ticket. He was on pace, and I'll say it again till 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 I'm blue in the face. He was on pace to join the twenty thousand point twenty thousand rebound club. It's only one dude in that club. That's Chamberlain. That's it. Ain't nobody else in that club but Chamberlain. And he was on pace to doing that. That's it. All right, y'all. I got a super chat yep. from Aramis Jones. He said, Jonas Valanciunas is up for an extension this year. In terms of players of his caliber, would you put him up there with players like Sabonis? What what tool do you think he offers to the Pelicans? Do you think we should or shouldn't resign him? How do we feel about Jonas? When they got when 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 the Pels got Zion, before they got Zion, I hated Valanciunas in New Orleans. I thought he was wasting away down because of the glass cleaner that he was, the mid-range jump shooter that he was, and the value that he could bring to a to a to a playoff team. But then when they get then when they get Zion, I'm thinking, okay, this can work. The question is if Zion can stay healthy, he still gives them a lot Valanciunas gives them a lot of value. And I do think that you should resign him. How old is Valanciunas? What is he? 29? 30 or something like that? 31. He should be around 31. 31. I think he's got some years left. I think he got. I think he got three, four more good years left in him before he starts slowing down. Uh, where do y'all think he ranks? You said he's not Simonis. No. Where do y'all think he ranks in amongst in the NBA right now? And the, the bottom, the bottom of the top ten, somewhere around like eight, nine. Bam. Probably. Anthony Davis. Jokic and Bead. Jokic and Bead. Cat. It's a bonus out the uh, way. It's a bonus. Aiden. I said AD already. Uh, okay. You think he's better than Aiden? Or you think Aiden's better than him? I think I think Aiden is a better offensive player than Sabonis. And I think he's just as good a rebounder. That's what I'm talking about. Valanciunas. I think he's just as good a rebounder. I think he might be a bit. I think he might be a better defender than him too. What about Vooch? Don't yeah. forget Vooch. Valanciunas is better than Vooch. I think he's better than Vooch. Yes, he's better than Vooch. So, on a, I, so I, I think you could. I think Brook Lopez is better. I, I got Brook too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how right, far right. is that gap though? Hold, now hold on, hold on, hold on. How far is that gap? Like if you take Brook Lopez off that crew and put Valanciunas on that crew. Oh, I, don't, I, don't. I don't think it's as good. No, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I think the value is pretty good. That's a fit thing, though. That's a fit thing. Yeah, that's, that's a fit thing. Yeah, that's a fit thing. Because I do of think that that Brook Lopez is and how he can stretch the defense, like he can shoot the long ball. Valanciunas can't really shoot the long ball like that. Offensively, I feel like in, in that situation, he could bring something similar to the same value, but defensively, that's what a gap is. That's what a gap is. Significant with those Defensive center. Travels, I feel like <laughs> Vooch, yeah. Vooch is, more, Vooch more adaptable. Rebounder. I don't know. It's just something about that Lithuania water, you know. They raise, they raise <laughs> them right. They raise them right down the, out, out there. Ron, they just approved the Kawhi rule. Are they calling it the Kawhi rule for real? Yeah, they just approved it. Can't rest. Well, I, mean, I, I mean, I know that I can put it on paper, but you know what I'm saying, like. Yeah, hey, Dookie, no more excuses, Negro. No more excuses, baby. <laughs> no more excuses now. Can't rest them dudes now, Dookie. Now, what y'all, what's the excuse going to be now? What's the excuse going to be now, Dookie? I know you're listening, bro. I want to know what the excuse going to be now. You're going to say the league is unfair. What's in the, the, in, the now? Past, in the past three years, has Kawhi been All-NBA? Yeah, in 21. 21? He's first team all Yeah, he's first team All-NBA. So, 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 so next, next, year, next year in 24, he won't be considered all, uh 
what do you what do they call him? The All Stars? Uh, not All Star, but a star. He won't be he won't be considered a star next year, though, right? That's three years removed from being All NBA. I think it's All Star or All NBA. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is All NBA All Our Star. That's what they're saying. Okay, which sure. means the Spurs can rest Victor Wembanyama as much as they want. Facts. I'm trying. I'm just. I'm trying to find my man Kawhi a little loophole. Just trying. Just trying to be the best lawyer I can be. That's all. They just don't. They just can't rest them both at the same time. So if Kawhi rests one game, Paul George has to play, and if Paul George rests another game, Kawhi has to play. I mean, you need to just come off the bench for Keegan Murray. We don't. You know what I'm saying? We're not risk resting nobody anyway. Bob, you know what they gonna do? Come play play 17 minutes a game for us. Damn. That's it. Good yeah. rotation guy, man. Good rotation. That's all we need. Leonard is a rotate. Well, I did say he, I, I think he's gonna be out the league in two years anyway, but that's just me. <laughs> Does he get a ring if y'all win a ship? Why wouldn't he get a ring if we win a ship? If he plays 17 minutes a game, that's those are those oh, are that's a very important. No, I thought you said if he played 17 games. <laughs> oh no, no, nah, nah. <laughs> but even if he plays 17 games, we're gonna win those 17 games. He's gonna get that okay. ring. <laughs> Y'all ain't up here entertaining this. Bob, get the hell out of here. Kawhi Leonard is not coming up to Sacramento to be a, a, a rotation player. Get the hell out of here. No. I could dream. I could dream. Winter with the Super Chat said, what about when Book went against Luka? He fell short, but he's still good. Oh, man. Yeah, got his ass kicked. That. For sure got his ass kicked. Got his Devin, ass kicked. Good, too. Devin with the Super Chat said, it hit different when Chill say, do your homework. <laughs> Devin also with a back-to-back super chat said, "Shout out to Chill for letting me use his childhood pick for my profile." I'm gonna ask who was that in his profile. That's crazy. I know that I know that's not Chill's childhood picture because it's not nah. in black and white. Yeah, it's not in black and white. What are we doing? <laughs> no, Mars, it's, it's 2023, but you can read. Mars, just so you know, there was color TV when I was uh when I was growing up. Yes, it was. Cap. It was color TV. Cap. Yes, it was. It was. Cars, cars. There were no electric cars, but there were cars. I didn't have one. Yes. Our TV was black and white, but yeah, but yeah. There, there were color TVs in existence. There were color TVs going on, Mars. That was, that was going on, so. Cap. Eight Gates Lee said, Giannis got killer instinct, but scared to shoot free throws. Shaq had killer instinct. Cool. You know what I'm saying? They had to put him on the bench at certain times in the game to sh- when the game was on the line because they didn't want him shooting free throws. And Shaq was a killer. He said that too, by he said that was too, he? when they played against when they played against Sacramento when 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 Robert Ory hit that uh when Robert Ory hit that game winner yeah I'm putting it out there when Robert Ory hit that game winner he said the reason why he put it up so fast because he didn't want to go to the free throw line mm-hmm. he said that mm. that's crazy G King with a similar question he said Killer Instinct wasn't Giannis running from clutch free throws last year <laughs> they on they on plenty of guys that don't that, that ain't really feeling the free throw line that's that that's killers. Chamberlain just want to know how many of guys play basketball. A lot of these guys that listen to PC don't Chamberlain play missed basketball. a lot of free throws. <laughs> a lot of these guys that Man, I, used to, I used to be terrible at free throws, but I wasn't never ducking the free throw line. Like you know, mm-hmm. I guess more chances, good. more chances to shoot. I ain't tripping. Your teammates were wishing you were, but uh, nobody bothered me. I go to the strike. Yeah. No, my teammates, my teammates always encouraged me. Like you make one, bro. Go ahead, go ahead, Bob. I'll be like, yeah, good looking, man. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Football CF Candy said, in terms of style, how much different is that? How much difference is there between Levine, Patrick Williams, plus Kobe White with Sabonis, Fox, Malik Monk, and Murray? Bulls can run can run a worse Kings offense. Billy Donovan has not shown me that ability. 
Wait, Ron, can you put that up just one more time? I just want to just visualize it. Basically, as what's the Patrick Williams, Kobe White, you guys' team. Yeah, but there's only talking about four of us. How come he's only bringing up four players on the team? Okay, the first of all, we clearing every position except except for maybe Levina, uh, Levina, Leak. I, I, I'll, I'll digress. I digress. Mm. But besides that, we clearing every position. What What about Demar Derozan and Harrison Barnes? Hey, Ron, what's that dude on here Harrison on PC with the deep boy? What's our boy's name? Yeah, I'll Ron? take Trey. I'll take Trey Lyles over 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 him. Mm-hmm. Ron, what's our boy out there? He be with y'all all the time with the deep voice. He be on Football, here on PC. Dude. The Gravel okay. voice. The Gravel voice yeah. dude. What's his yeah. name? Sandpaper. J-Rob. Sandpaper voice. J-Rob. What's his name, Ron? J-Rob. J-Rob. Hey, yo, yeah. Hey, Ron, what would I look like going on J-Rob's show telling him about football? He he really played football, right? J-Rob. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You what would I look like going on J-Rob's show right now telling him, yeah, man, no, no, no. But see, what you saying ain't right. You got to be like this. Think about that. J. Rob will have a field day only, only if he's if he but it, but you at the same time you know even, even though about, even though man. you didn't play yeah. football if you if you hear him say some dumb shit you can call him out on it I'm I don't saying, think Jay Rob I don't think J. Rob gonna say no dumb shit but no but Bob I used to think Bob I'm just saying like you knowing basketball and that's knowing sports Ron knowing this too like professional athletes are crazy man you got to be wired a different way to do the shit we do bro like especially to be great at it. Like, like I see Bob in the chains and shit. That's, I know Bob get down. I said, this motherfucker crazy for real. Like, I, that's how I know, like, you, you know what I'm saying? You put that together, you, ticket? You win it. You know, now I'm just saying. I, I, I mean, but Ron, you know this. All of the great players are wired different. They crazy as hell. Like, it, it takes a crazy dude to do what the shit LeBron James does. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, for him to get up at this age and do all the stuff he does, it, you got to be wired differently. Same thing yeah. with Steph Curry and all this. You, you, you yeah. can't be cut from a normal cloth because normal people don't think like people of greatness. So all I'm right. saying is that, yeah, some of the things they say or do, you might think, man, that shit is crazy. Like, damn, Kobe took two weeks off and he right back in the gym after the NBA finals. That's crazy. Pay some more time off. No, these dudes is cut differently. So when they say certain things, some people might not understand it or, or interpret it different. I just want everybody in the chat room to open your mind up to that. I'm not saying Mars can't have his opinion. I'm just saying, don't sit up there and put your middle finger up to me and say, I ain't shit because I have a different one when I actually was out there in the field. That's all I'm saying. I, I understand what you're saying, though, because I've said I've said that before that, like, if you if you haven't played, there are certain aspects of the game that you don't, that you will have a different point of view on because, and I, I always like to use the most difficult thing that I had to learn in basketball was how to think quick when I catch the ball in the pick and roll. If you haven't if you haven't experienced that, then you don't know how hard it is to make the right decision when you catch the ball rolling and you don't know it's behind you. If you haven't played, you don't know about that. But as far as just breaking down the game and having game having a conversation about the game, I don't think you have to have played at a super high level, you know what I'm saying, to be able to talk to be able to talk ball. All right, y'all. Uh J Rob was brought up in uh his football expertise. You can go ahead and check that out next, right after the panel. It's a show called The Press Box. They up and coming. It's, it's a great show, great host, great panelists. Y'all go check them out. Hey, Rob, you a fake-ass Coach Prime, nigga, over there doing all them fake-ass uh, uh, hard speeches. I hear you, dog. <laughs> oh, fake-ass drill sergeant. I'm just playing with you, dog. You, I, I fucks with you, Rob. <laughs> Eight Gates Lee said, bet. I'm about to go tear my ACL right now so I can talk ball. Wish me luck. <laughs> Shit, that ain't even funny. Don't even put that in the atmosphere. But you look at the way you looking at people. Way you looking at people. You, you can slip on a rock, bro. I'm knocking on wood right now. Don't do that, please. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. 
Kyrie the GOAT 1629 said, nah, ticket lied on Jokic's name so bad. We all watched Jokic activate his post takeover and cook the heat in four quarters repeatedly. He did have that Hall of Fame post-spin technician. He did. Just let y'all know, my 7-2 has a 98 passing. Like, <laughs> my, this my, is... my, six, my 6-10 has a 99 Zubo. 99 passing? Well, that's pointless. You don't need 99. 98 gives you Hall of Fame everything. Hall of Fame? I got Hall of Fame Needle Threader. I got Hall of Fame Needle Threader at 98. I'm about to say, y'all genuinely must be running with some selfish-ass guards. I ain't gonna lie to you. Y'all stop mine at 77. Give me bronze and silver. I'm good. I... Damn, you don't even you don't even get a good pass now. Damo, you want Damo, you want the right now, huh? You ain't got you no Alex. You a Damo pass now? You ox, 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 relax. Hey, power. We got Jason Williams pass style. I got Jason Williams pass style on a seven-two. Jason Williams pass style is the worst one in the game. Hey, power. No, it's It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty. Hey, power. What two door phone call you in, power? That shit looks smooth, man. Uh, there's a pole star. Okay. And the people that's behind you, and the people that's behind you, they and the people that's behind you, they on to you too, Pyro. They want, they want their mm. Wi-Fi. They, they, Zero they, to they, sixty they, they, in three point eight seconds. They know what you up to. They know what you up to. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably gonna have to move here in a second. They know what you up to. This dude stealing our Wi-Fi. Nick Tri-State's been a been a member for two months. He said, I don't want to hear any slander on the older generation players. They had to make a million dollar. They they had to make a million dollar fine for players resting. Most of these players softer than cotton nail tissues that get your fin- fitness up. Why do people act like load managing only existed in the last 10 years? At this at this Most level. Well, I mean, you have to admit it is drastically different now than pretty much any other. Anyway. Yes, I agree. But Pop was, like Pop was doing it years ago. Pop, Pop no, was doing when it, Pop did it No, no, but when Pop did it, he did it after they had already got first seed or already uh, got their seed. And he did it. No, he didn't. He rarely did it. No, he didn't. He rarely did it. No, I'm saying he rarely did it when they didn't have that thing locked up. Go look. Tim Duncan wasn't missing more than five games, six games. Go look. It did start to like fade in. Go go look. Go look at all those years, Chill Towns. Tim Duncan was putting in 78 games. Right, Tim Duncan up. was playing a lot, but I, I I I remember they came down here and they played against uh, the Heat, and this I, I want to say in twenty twelve or twenty eleven, something like that, and he ended up resting Tony Parker, and he rested Tim Duncan. And I'm thinking to myself, like my if my nephew he loves my nephew loves Tony Parker, and I told him that I'm going to take him to the Heat game. If I if I got a nephew and I'm telling him I'm taking him to the Heat game. They only come down here once a year, so that was the game. Chill, as a respectfully as my brother, that was the only game because Tony Parker. If you go look, like except for those late last years where he was, um, where he had injuries, he pretty much was playing all those games. The only other, the only years he wasn't is a couple of years he had those injuries down the stretch. He had a shortened season, injuries, uh, some in some of those years. But then, if you even look at Tim Duncan, I'm looking at Tim Duncan right now, like. Tim Duncan those years, like, all the way up until his last year, Tim Duncan was playing, like, if, even if you look, his last year he played 61 games at 39 years old. That was in 2015-16. The year before that, 77, 74, 69, a shortened season, 58, 76, 78, 75, 78, 80, 80. I mean, he only did it a few games. When you talk about Kawhi and these dudes, many dudes missing 20, 
five games, 30, 30 games. So that's I think that's a big difference than than a guy missing five or six games due to due to rest or low management. I agree. Uh, Toaster Goat said, "Margin Mars in vintage mode." L. Ron for ending that gourmet meal. Hashtag that boy good. Hey, Ron, watch out, yo. For real, B. Watch out. Take your, take, good, take, yeah. take, 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 your, take your finger off the button, man. Watch out. Yeah, let him shine, man. Yeah, watch out. It took him a little longer today, Chilltown. Usually he comes save ticket way quicker than that. Uh, okay. That's all right. I'm going to come up here with the Avengers, the real players. They're going to shut that shit down. But then what they're going to say in the comment section are all them bunch of fat dudes sitting on their sofa right now. If you told all them dudes in the comment section talking to come up here and put on the video, they all, all them dudes looking like Rick Ross. Hey, uh, Damo, Sir Body Bag said, uh, run that 2K. I got a Damo, are you gonna put? Are you going to put him in the body bag, Damo? Who, <laughs> oh, buddy, with a 75-1%? Are you going to put him in the body Damo bag? a 75-1% four days into 2K doesn't mean much. I'm about to say, yeah, everybody's still running their business. Yeah, and I mean, you got to push 80-85. Yeah, I ain't going to lie to you. Uh, sure, if you're a guard, hell yeah, I need more guards to run with. Hmm. It's Mr. G GQ to you said you never played quote unquote you never played professionally is a scapegoat. Ticket never fought or made music professionally, but it doesn't take away from your critique on boxers or artists. Yeah, no, I, I mean, just don't act like. I, hold on, let me answer that. I just don't act like I know more than him. I'm not gonna get in the room with Jay Z and act like I know more about rap than him. I'm not gonna get in the room with goddamn Mike Tyson and tell him I know more about boxing than him. I'm going to say my but opinion, but I'm going to respect what he say more. No, that's what happened with Skip and Shannon. When you got a punk-ass bitch like Skip Bayless that'll run around here that failed at everything in sports in his life, that'll tell somebody who's been doing this his whole life what and what he thinks is right and what is wrong, that's what the problem is. When you out there in the field, you have a different respect, a different love, and a different appreciation for something than when you ain't out there. The fact that Chilltown, Bob, and these guys played and put years of their life into this, they have a different appreciation, a different thought process when it comes to analyzing this game. So don't shit on me and tell me what I'm saying ain't right when I've been out here for my whole goddamn life doing this shit. I, I don't care how many albums Jay-Z sold. If he sit there trying to tell me Lil Uzi ain't nice, I'm calling him crazy. <laughs> yeah, Lil I mean, uh, take it. What, what if two NBA players have diametrically opposed opinions and 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 one of them agrees with, like, a paraplegic? Everybody Doesn't the, NBA, the paraplegic has, everybody, like... Everybody in the NBA doesn't see the game the same. Like, for example... No, exactly. Uh, Nobody does. Like, 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 for example, John Stockton might not see things the same way as Jay Kidd, even though they both was great. You see what I'm saying? Because they, they both played a different style, even though they were both great point guards. But that doesn't mean what one said the other one say is wrong. It's just, it's more, it's more than one way to see well, the game. I'm not saying what Mars is saying isn't legit. I respect Mars because he put the work in. I respect him being a kid where he come from grinding the way he grind to get where he at. I respect him. You understand what I'm saying? But what I'm saying to him is, is that you don't thumb up your nose at dudes who really did this their whole life and just say, oh, what we saying don't mean nothing. Nah, respect our opinion and and, 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 and everybody else would be open to y'all. Well, I think it'd be a better world if all of us respected everyone's opinion. <laughs> yeah, well, a little well, bit people more. stop saying dumb things. Yeah, that's a but, but you can't get what that's, you want. So hey, that's like, jackass part two right there for you. <laughs> Domo, what? Bar say that or Domo chiming in with the that's a fact? <laughs> mm, both are true. Oh man! All right, uh, 
before we get into the Dallas Mavericks, I'm gonna read this last chat from Aramis Jones. Dallas it's quite Mavericks interesting. Today? Yeah, what? the Dallas Mavericks, Bob, and keep your ass right there. That's what you're gonna do. I got a dentist appointment to attend. I don't want to hear that. Now he's gonna have to wait. Keep your ass right there. <laughs> and no goddamn dentist appointment. Because yeah, I had to sit here and listen to the Sacramento Kings and I had to Keegan Murray and, and Trey Lyles. So you're gonna have to deal with with with, with, with lively and and Luca. That's what we're gonna talk about today. So keep your ass right there. No doubt. Uh Aramis Jones made an interesting point in the super chat regarding uh players resting and stuff. He said, Y'all should read the new CBA rule on here. Third penalty is a million dollars, but also certain stars who are older or 35 are exempt from the new CBA rule. Mm. Which means that if I've been around for a long time, you know, I have warranted some days off. But if you're 25 years old and this is the third time we're doing this, bring your ass to work or write us a check. That's simple. I'm cool with that. I got no problem with that. Steph Curry's 35 too, right? Yeah, maybe I've been in the league 14 yeah. years. I, 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 I earned the right to have a couple of days off. I, I, I've earned the right to do that. I earned the right to do that. But you've been in the league four years. Bring your ass to work. How many more years Kawhi got? Two? That's nah, it. three. Kawhi, 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 Kawhi like 31, 32 years old. Yeah, he's 32. Kawhi's 32. All right, y'all. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Before we do that, Bob and Ticket, y'all good? Y'all back on good terms? I'm <laughs> that y'all is frauds because everybody was hurt last year. And so we went through the rosters, and we all agreed that all those teams would be better than the Kings last no, year. We didn't, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't all – y'all all didn't agree. You got – you getting trolled because Mars is intelligent enough to know that just because – just be, you got you got. To I didn't play you. professional basketball, Ox. I'm not intelligent. Okay, you're right. My bad, Mars. My bad, no. Mars. You're a dummy because you didn't play professional basketball. Yeah. So, look. My yeah, thing is you can't, you, can't, you can't come with that bull-ish – and tell me that a team that won 35 games, right, and their star player missed 35 games, that doesn't mean they're going to win 70 games. How many of those 35 games did they win when when the star player was out? You got it's it's math that goes into this. Y'all y'all you see you 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 came with an elementary argument and nobody applied. No basketball. basketball y'all didn't benefit from injuries last year. Everybody benefited from injuries and everybody else was hurt from injuries too. No, we but played We played we played hurt. We played hurt. We like that. Did y'all benefit from injuries last year? I can't. I can't. I can't. So y'all records should be the same. What you're saying, what you're saying, year, is, right? what, you, what you're saying is hearsay. What you're saying so is y'all record. Hold on. Y'all record yeah, should be the same about this year, right? Because the team we get ready to talk about, I think they're going to win. We already, don't forget, we, I mean, we already got money on it. We, it is what it is, Playboy. So what? So why are we still talking about it? It's, it's money. It's money on the floor. We already we already got it. So what Wait, what's, what's the bet? What's, What's the bet? Uh, we are we got a two hundred dollar bet on this. On what? Two hundred. <laughs> Kings, win, Kings, win, Kings win more games <laughs> than the Lakers. <laughs> two hundred dollars with ticket. The Kings win more games than the Lakers. Yo, shout out to Bob. One hundred dollars with with Pirate that the Warriors don't make the playoffs. One hundred dollars with Chill that the Warriors don't make the playoffs. Yo, this man wrote it down on a piece of paper, bro. Shout out to us. <laughs> 
This oh, fool won't have any that, excuses not yeah. to pay me when when right. when. Brody, when brody, get my money ready. Hey, <laughs> money on the comes Get my money ready. I'm 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 definitely on that line. Somebody said that the Warriors wouldn't make the playoffs. I definitely got a hundred on that. Like, yeah, yeah. Bob, I, I've been betting sports wanna, a long that. time. That's that's fine. That's fine. Hey, I, I've lost I've lost plenty right? of bets. They gotta make that. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you've already I've accepted lost, hey, your bet. I've lost plenty of bets. I ain't hey, 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 you want to count my checks too? Count my checks too, if you want. <laughs> them checks, so, hey, so, them like, checks, so so what I'm saying is, real big. I, I, don't, I, don't got, I don't got to argue about the Kings no more. I already told y'all what I feel about it. We had last Thursday was the episode. If you missed it, go rewatch it. I, right. I said what I mean. Y'all don't y'all don't feel my team. That's fine. Y'all don't have to. Hey, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to recruit no more Kings fans. That's never that's never been my angle. I'm just trying to let y'all know. I'm just saying, don't jump off that cliff when y'all in the in the beginning of the season when y'all getting y'all ass destroyed. I didn't, I didn't jump. I didn't jump off. I didn't jump off the cliff last season when we when, when the season before that we was the 12th seed and I told y'all we was gonna be the sixth seed and we started off the season slow. What was I still saying? The same thing. I'm not jumping off the cliff. I'm standing on All my right. team. All right, we good. Hey, the, uh, Demontis got us. Keegan got us. We not tripping. Right. Yo, but right. but hold up though, I, so. Are you guys betting that the Warriors don't make the playoffs, or that they don't that they're not even in the play-in? No, me, me, Pirate, and Chilton got that they don't yeah. make the playoffs, which means which means when the actual playoffs start, that one through eight, when eight seed plays the one seed, the Warriors won't be in there. All right, all right. I definitely let his emotions get the best of him. That day. Day. now, Pirate, he'll say the Warriors won't make it, but this delusional ass dude will sit up here and tell you that the Sacramento Kings is going didn't didn't benefit from injuries last year. Come on, man. The 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 right, look look we got money on. Got you know what I actually love stuff. about that? It, got, if you got, go back and look at that episode, right five now. minutes before he made the bet, he said, "I'll never bet against Steph Curry," <laughs> and then he literally bet I'm, against I'm Steph Curry against, five minutes later. Steph Curry, I'm betting against the Warriors. I bet against Steph Curry. Steph Curry gonna do his thing. He's what, on I'm the this, though, what I'm saying is this, Tiki. I got money against you. I'm not gonna talk to you about me, Pirate, and Chilltown's bets. I'm talking to you. I got two hundred dollars against you that says the Kings win more games than the Lakers in the regular season. They that's won't. all. That's all I'm saying. That's fine. Okay, it's a couple dollars. I, I okay, so Bob, you can go ahead and send me that money after the first 30 games because y'all schedule. Lord, that's, 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 not, that's not how basketball work. Just like just like Ron was trying to tell you yesterday. And you and you just talked over and you act like what he said wasn't true. If we're in the same division, we play the same opponents the same amount of times. I don't care if I play them at the beginning of the season, middle of the season, or end of the season. This same this this we're in the same we're in the same division, the Lakers and the Kings. We're gonna but, play but, the same opponents. But, but you know one thing, though, but Bob, you know what thing. But see, Bob, this is where you know basketball. And where you know basketball is this. Dog. I know what I know, and that's all no, I know. No, 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 but, but here's where you know basketball. Basketball is also about momentum. So here's my thing to you. You know that sometimes if a team starts out bad, that can shoot their whole – that can mess up their whole season if they start out if if weak, real if weak, bad. If you weak minus 82 games. I'm not going for that shit. I don't care about – I don't care about – So, sta so Sacramento, with, we, with y'all saying – if, if we start off 7-12, and 12, we still going to be a top two seed in the West. Man, this you lost my damn mind. See, that's the delusion I talk about. Because you talk, you talk, you talk, you talking about it's a game of runs. It's a Whoa. game of runs. If we start, if we start off tough, if we start off with a tough schedule, and we're we're a young team, we start off with a tough schedule, and we're a young team. More than likely, at the back end of the season, when we're playing all, all our week schedule, right? Because if the mm -hmm. beginning is tough, it has to get easier. We're gonna be full. We're gonna be full go mode while all y'all teams is gonna be icy. Y'all might be mentally broken by that time. For what? Because y'all get your ass kicked. 
Cause y'all getting the hell beat out of y'all. That's, that's the thing. See, 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 ticket. When you, when you, when you, dim, when you been down before, you don't got no problem getting up again. You know, see, right. see, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't got no silver spoon in my mouth. You know what I'm saying? So you never know. Right. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm. We, hey, we good with adversity. Adversity ain't no thing. All right, <laughs> all right, I don't, know, Ms. I, don't know, I don't know about that silver spoon living, brother. I don't know. About all right, Miss Hawthorne. <laughs> all right, no problem. I ain't grew up with no silver spoon in my mouth, Miss Hawkins. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say you did. I didn't say you did. I don't even know who Miss, <laughs> Miss, who Miss this and Miss that is. You know I'm saying, no, nah, I'm, 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 I'm quoting Jack City. I ain't grew up with no silver spoon in my mouth, Miss Hawkins. That's what he said. Oh, yeah, the lawyer, the lawyer. Okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 but anyways, though, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I don't, I don't know, I don't know nothing about being afraid of adversity. We we start off, we start off down, we still getting up. Y'all, 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 y'all be see that's the problem with y'all. Y'all so die hard to lose no fans, but then y'all switch up on your squad. Y'all switch, y'all switch up on your squad. When the going gets rough, y'all switch up on your squad. Oh, we need to trade AD. He's Terry Clark, which means he's very soft. Get his ass out of here. Trade him for cat. What? Right. The day, the day, the day you ever hear me say trade Demonte Sabonis for Carl Anthony Towns, just kick me off. You hear all this, right? The day I said trade, the day I said trade Demonte Sabonis for Carl Anthony Towns, <laughs> y'all ban me from not only the panel, ban me from Players Choice, get a new host for Chill with Chill, keep me off, keep me off y'all platform. When I when I when I when I switch your perspective on him, when I turn into a turncoat. A yellow belly and tuck my tail and run for the hills, like I like I've seen so many times with the with these people changing up on their teams. Damo, low. Whoa, what the fuck? What did I change? Yeah, up with? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are you all over there saying Mars. All of a sudden, he ain't with the Warriors no more. I've seen, oh, seen all you. I've seen all you. I don't even see. I just I don't see fluent do it too. Dub. Tell me how I changed up. My, dub. my first oh, day, dub, my first day here. My first dub day here, y'all met me talking about Darvin Ham was a terrorist. I didn't change up on Darvin Ham. I never sat there and said anything good about um who. What did I change up on? All right, I I'm about, sorry, bro. My bad, my bad, say, my bad, bro. Like, you know, if I'm I wrong, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I, I was, I was, I got, a, I got a little overzealous right there. I didn't like the signing. I've been consistent with my hate for what I don't like about my team, but I've stuck with my team. Now, football, that might have been a little front running going on when the Dolphins was bad, but we good now. We ain't going to talk about that. But basketball, I've never left my team. I was sitting there saying the Lakers was going to win with Kendall Marshall, Darius Morris, DJ. Man, man stop playing with me. I ain't right, never right, switched up. All right, bro. Well, I, I ain't, look, what I'm saying. Me bro, too. I I've never switched up. Switch I ain't up. switching up. Y'all just, hey, just had my money ready. Even though you just Pirate. 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 <laughs> I was just lost. Y'all just had my money ready. You find yourself pretty. You find yourself pretty quickly, Moss. Hey man, I'm, I'm an intelligent person. I was misguided, but I found my home. So mm-hmm. I, I'd Boston never switch up. He's fan. <laughs> exactly. mm-hmm. I saw the light. The I give Mars one season with with Houston. <laughs> yeah, one more season. This season. If if Jalen Green leaves, then yeah. <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks, fellas. How are we feeling about them? I want you guys going into the season. I want to start with you guys giving me a, a letter grade on what you guys think they are in terms of, well, the, the 30 teams in the NBA. Where do you think they fall as an overall unit? B plus. Okay. Top B. Top, top 10. Uh, yeah, I think in, in the NBA, I'll say a B, but in the West – 
I'll say more like a C plus or a C. B minus. I don't know, man. It's one of them seasons, bro. I think they can have a great season or a poor season. It all depends on what cat what time Kyrie is on. Mm-hmm. I think I, I trust Kyrie in situations, but then again, in this situation, I trust him because I think Mark Cuban is more open to the stuff that Kyrie Irving can say. Mark Cuban kind of, kind of, you know, he's not going to be micromanage Kyrie like that. I, I think they win forty-eight games this year, so I say they're. Uh, I give them a, a B. I think they'll win forty-eight games. They won't pass to doing that last year before they made that trade. I think this year with a full training camp, being able to get themselves together, I got them winning 47, 48 games this year. I think they'll be probably about four seed, fifth seed, something like that. You know what I'm saying? What about you? I give them, I give them, I give them a, a, a B. Um, I would say a five or six seed. Um, I, if Luca, I, I want Luca to be healthy this year. I think Luca and Kyrie having a training camp and the actual off season. To uh, kind of build some type of flow together, some type of rhythm is going to be helpful. Um, I like the adding of Grant Williams. I know a lot of people might not be a big Grant Williams fan, but I kind of like what he brings to this team. After they made the trade for Kyrie, they really gutted their team with their deep like of defenders and guys that dirty work guys, as OG would like to say. And I think Grant Williams definitely brings that. That's another thing that Celtics is going to miss as well. On top of missing uh, Marcus Smart, I think they're going to miss a little bit of Grant Williams. Uh, he was only guy in the playoffs that had that dog in him. To bark back at uh, Jimmy Butler when he was going on a tear, uh, just embarrassing him. So somebody had to do it, Damo. Somebody had to. somebody. Somebody had to do it. Somebody sure. definitely had to. This shit, he, they should have left that brother alone. No, I, no. <laughs> somebody had to stand up to that dude. Somebody had to do it. Nah, for sure, for sure. I'm, None I'm, of them I'm dudes definitely. was doing it, and I'm a Jason Tatum guy, and he ain't had nothing to say to buckets. Jalen mm. Brown, nothing to say to buckets. Marcus Smart, he the tough guy on the crew. He had nothing to say to Buckets. It was Grant Williams who had to get in his face. Chilltown, I told you, I told you what happens in Boston when, when Jimmy walked when Jimmy walked through. I told I told you I told you before the playoffs started. When the, when Jimmy walked through, J- Jason and Jason kind of gets to doing this like, you know, big uh, be like they're not gonna make no noise though. they're not making no noise I will say, looking at this roster, who the, the Mavericks? Yeah, I'm looking at their roster. I'm still wondering where like some more defense is gonna come from. Um, like I said, Not I like just, Grant Williams, but I, I don't think that he's just about to be this best defender on it. He should not be the best defender on this team. If he is, they're they need to go get Kelly Oubre, yeah. the top 25 defender in the league. They brought um, Dante Exum back from overseas. I don't know. I mean, I, mean. I, I, know he's supposed to be a guard, I know he's supposed to be a guard wing defender, but I don't know how, how much he's about to really do for them. Uh, I, it's a lot of names on here. I genuinely just don't know. So I, I wonder mm. maybe one of these guys is about to just pop off as maybe a three and D player or just some two way player mm-hmm. or the next Thorn Finney Smith for them or something. Something needs to happen though. Somebody needs to establish himself uh, multiple people as what's solid the, defenders for this team. What's the young boy's name? Uh Lively. Lively. No, 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 no. The light skin, the light skin, the light skin kid, light skin kid. Uh, Jaden Hardy. No, uh, it's Green. Oh, Josh, Josh Green. No, Josh Green. Josh Green. Josh Green. Josh Green. Yeah, Josh Green. Again, I, yeah. I like I'm I'm gonna tell yeah. you the truth. I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth. This might this might seem unorthodox. I'm kind of high on the Mavericks. I just, wow. I just needed, uh, I just needed, I needed, I, I needed Kyrie and Luca. I needed Kyrie and Luca to just get a little bit more time together. 
They have to Ox, figure it's the same Luca out. that you said is a bum. This is the same Luca that you that said very, is a bum. The, the very one, the very same. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that, I, that, I, that we got yeah. the same dude. I don't, well, don't want to miscool you or anything I'm, like I'm that. Just, I'm just kind of, you know, I'm just kind of projecting a little bit because okay. I, I no doubt think Luca is a baller. Like no doubt, I've never, I've never questioned him as a baller. I was just very disappointed in the last year him getting out of shape, his inability to kind of, you know, he yes he gets a lot of assists, but. His it, it, the ball the ball's too it's too stagnant with him. I think uh I think Kyrie there and him I think that can get it going. I think right. Luca is I don't know I think he might be getting to that age where he it, the, the lights coming on like okay I do gotta rely on my teammates a little more. I think I think um Grant Grant Williams brings another level mm-hmm. of toughness on the wing and he can either he plays a lot of forward too. Um, right. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm high on the Mavericks. I think they're. They're going to have a much better season this year than last year. They're definitely – I mean, they're definitely going to be a playoff team, without a doubt. And I'm not saying play in. I think the Mavericks might get – you know, <clears throat> might be being that 5-6 range. Mm. If not – but if not better, we're talking about Luka and Kyrie. <laughs> if they can be on the same page, if you can get Luka and Kyrie on the same page, those are two of the two of the top five point guards in the NBA. So They play together, too. They, if they're, in, they're on the court together, that's, that's so much firepower. That I can't, I can't look past that amount of firepower. So that dude who asked if I played uh, for the Gary Steelheads, yeah, that was that's when Jerry Jackson did. He was coaching. That's why I said shout out to Jerry Jackson uh, family. His pops, pops took me in first date. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Salute to him, man. Jerry Jackson, a real G out here. I appreciate everything the, he, he did for me the time I was with him. So yeah, I was, steel, I was with him. The, the Steelheads. What is that ticket? Is that a USBL or? Nah, nah. That was in the CBA. That was when that, that oh, was the second, CBA. Okay. That was okay. when that was the second league to the NBA. That's when all them cats that right. was on our team was getting call ups. I, I literally right. watched Randy Holcomb. I watched uh, Snap Hunter and all those dudes get called up. Like okay. right when we was on the same team. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. yeah, right. Shout out to Jackson spot, man. Uh, Pirate. How are you feeling about the Dallas Mavericks? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not very hot on the Mavericks. Uh, we talk about like one-dimensional players. I feel like the Mavericks are a very one-dimensional team. I think they'll probably be able to do three things. They'll be able to score. They'll be able to get buckets, and they'll be able to put the rock in the hole. Uh, outside of that. I mean, I don't see on this roster a lot of playmaking, a lot of any of the little things, really. Uh, rebounding, who's the best rebounder on the Mavericks? Luca. You know, Luca. Who, who's mm-hmm. the best playmaker on the Mavericks? Luca. And what comes after this? I mean, I feel like they're, they're probably going to be a pretty small lineup. Um, Grant Williams playing what, like, power forward and just all the little things. I, I yeah, I don't think there's going to be a lot of ball movement. I don't think a lot of players on the team have the capability to do a lot outside of scoring. You That's know? right, too. I've I mean, seen in the, I've just seen in the chat, too, though, uh, Pirate, who I forgot to mention. I was thinking who else they got, and it's, it's Seth Curry. It's Seth Curry. Yeah, but Seth Curry, again, is a guy who can score. Scooter. Yeah, yeah, he can yeah, right, he right. can score, and that's about all he can do. And Josh Green uh, 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 looks like a, a good scorer. And um, the uh, 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 Hardy looks like a, looks like a decent scorer. But I mean, all all of them 
are are decent scorers, and there's I don't think there's going to be a lot of little things getting done. I don't think they're going to be getting rebounds. I don't think there's going to be a lot of ball movement. I don't think there's going to be much defense. So I'm I'm really I'm not too high on them. Oh hey, <laughs> what are you high on, on Mars? Not really, but oh hey, um, I think Josh Green is better than you're giving him credit for. I think he plays defense. I think he's a smart player. Um, I like the rookie they got, not Derek Lively, the other one. Um, yeah, Pross. I like him. Um, he gives uh, extra athleticism that the team is missing, plays defense, runs the floor. Um, Dallas were one of the slowest teams in the league last year, so he should help with that. Um I will say their rebounding is probably the reason why they didn't make the playoffs last year. They just can't get rebounds to save their life. And I'm not sure if Derek Lively is really the answer to that. So I do think they're going to have those similar problems. Um, Maxi Kleber being healthy should help them. Mm-hmm. Um, it all, I think it all does just come down to rebounding. If they, if they can be adequate rebounding, I think they'll be a good team, top six seed. If they can't rebound the ball then I think they'll be fighting for playing spots. Um, as of today, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I'll say they're going to be a top six seed, but I wouldn't be surprised if they still have the same rebounding problems. Chill. I think that I think they're a playing team. I still haven't seen Kyrie Irving stay healthy for a season for the past, uh, like, five years. I think the plus side is... Luca, who creates so much offense for everybody else, now actually has a guy that he can give the basketball to and get out of the way. But the difference is, is how would Luca play off the basketball? How effective is he going to be playing off the basketball? That's the million-dollar question with Luca playing with a guy like Kyrie Irving. It's going to be a plus that he doesn't have to create offense for him because he's going to be able to rest sometimes offensively. But the question is, how is he going to be able to play off the basketball when Kyrie Irving has the ball? That's number one. Number two, I think this guy lively. I think he's a project. The Dallas Mavericks, one of their main problems over the years has been at the five spot. When they had Dwight Powell, he gave them nothing at the five spot. I didn't feel like he was a starter on a playoff team and they didn't get anything from him. Mars just alluded to the fact that they didn't they didn't get any rebounding. And he he was one of the main reasons why they didn't get any rebounding. So when you're talking about you're talking about two guards. Both Luca and Kyrie Irving in the backcourt, who don't defend. Now you've given up the majority of. Now you've given up your perimeter defense in both Finney Smith and Bullock, and now you're going to supplement that by making Kyrie Irving and Luca scorers. Now, where is the other stuff coming from? Well, you're going to get dirty work from Grant Williams. I think. I think uh, Rashawn Holmes. I think that's a guy that's really going to help them if he's implemented in the lineup more. I think that Jason Kidd. He's he likes guys like that, but the problem with that defense is. It's like Ma said, the rebounding is the difference. They fell off the cliff after that trade. We're talking about a team, I think they was giving up 112, 113 a game. Once that trade happened, they were giving up almost 119 a game for the rest of the season. They couldn't stop anybody. So if they're not going to rebound the basketball, I think they're a playing team at best. All right, Ticket, how you feeling about them? Um, like I said, man, it all depends on Kyrie. I, I think they should try to go get Kelly Uber. I know he's waiting to see if Dame gets traded to Miami, but I wouldn't wait on that. I would go ahead and get my deal done. Uh, but I would go. I would try to go get Kelly Uber to shore up their defense on the perimeter. 
Uh, I do agree with Mar said about the rebounding. I think that's going to be an issue this year because I don't know who of size. I don't like how JK is going to play, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't see him having a. Uh, I know they got. I think who did they get this year? They got um. Uh, in terms uh, of players, huh? In terms of players, you mean ticket? No, I'm talking about the big man. I know they got clever. He's going to come back. Probably yeah. going to start, but they got they got like Shaw him. Holmes. They got uh, Grant Williams. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about the big, talking about the center. I, I know the other guys. Derek, Derek, Derek Lively, 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 and being able to stretch the floor and play that type of big man position. But I just think that, man, you got to have bigs that eat the glass in this league because every other team now has got big men that's going to eat boards. Joel Embiid is going to eat glass. AD is going to eat glass. Giannis going to eat glass. You know what I'm saying? All the way across the board, even guys like Kayvon Looney, he's going to eat glass. Uh, you know, all the way across the board, so you got to be able to rebound. If you ain't going to rebound, and this is what got J. Kidd beat a few times. I remember when he first came, he refused to play Boban Bovanovich in the playoff when he needed rebounding. So I do think that's going to hurt them, you know what I'm saying, uh, throughout the course of the season. But I think that it all depends on Kyrie Irving. I think he's alive. I think he is the live wire on the team. If he plays in the upper part of 65 games or more, I, I see them being able to secure – a, a fourth or fifth seed in the, in, the, in the West. I just think that they'll be one of those teams that's underrated that can win games. But then when you get to the playoffs, they're out in the first round. They're going to get killed on the boards, man, because the game's going to slow down in the playoffs and they're not going to be able to out-rebound teams and that, unless they make a move midway through the season. But I just don't I, – I, I don't like – I don't like what I see from, from – Ticket, would you uh, call up – Ticket, would you call up the Chicago Bulls and ask for Andre Drummond? <laughs> yes, but here's the problem. He won't want a guy like Drummond because Drummond doesn't spread the floor and shoot threes, and they, they need guys. Well, we got other guys. Like Luka Donish. When you got a guy like Luka Donish, man, you got to play a certain way. Like, you got guys like him. You can't have big man that's going to post up that's really going to demand the ball and be inside the paint and do all that because that doesn't fit his game. You need to spread the floor out more and let him operate. So, you know, that's to me, that's going to hurt them. It hurt them in the Western Conference Finals. The year they went, it hurt them. The year before that, I think when they played Kalai and them in the playoffs, the last time, it's hurt them for the last few years. They're big men, uh, they're rebounding and big men. So uh, as I said before, I, I do agree with that. That's gonna be their Achilles' heel is the is the rebounding. And then, like I said, they need to get one more wing defender. I'm not sold on uh, Bubba Chucks, aka uh, the boy that came from the Celtics. I don't, I don't, I'm not sold on him being their sole. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sold on him being their sole wing. You know what I'm saying? Wing guy. He's going to hit shots for him, though. He's going to make threes in the, on the wing and in the corner for him. He will hit shots. He will give you toughness. But I'm not sold on him by by himself. They gave up all those other guys, Finney Smith and all those other guys, who was going to do defensive work on the perimeter when they went and got Kyrie. So that's their biggest problem. They're going to try to make up with it with, you know what I'm saying, it's just stellar star play with Kyrie and, and Luka, you know, and try to stretch you out a little bit. No homo with the shooting. But, yeah. Yo, Damo, talk to us. Talk to us about the Mavericks. Um, I mean, I, I kind of agree with a lot of people. I mean, I, in terms of just, again, looking at his roster, I 
really feel like they should do something with Dwight Powell. Uh, I, I'm with Chill. I'm over Dwight Powell. I don't think he's any good. He's like big man Killian Hayes, in my opinion. Um, I would say, I, I guess, uh, looking at the silver lining, Rashard Holmes, I would say, can bring some form of rebounding. I'm not saying he's going to be a guy that's going to start for him, but if you're going to need somebody to go in there and hit the glass, that's one thing he is going to do, playing the paint, hit the glass at some level if they don't have it. I see you shaking your head, Pirate. I mean, hell, something's better than nothing. And if you're at looking at some what they le- have, I'll agree at so, some level, yeah. If you're looking at guys that's going to do it, that's going to be the only guy that I'm seeing outside of the rookie, outside of I'm, I, I don't expect Greg Brown to really be out there trying to grab boards for real. He's just going to run the floor. And probably be excited. This team has a very high chance of being like exciting. This team has a lot of chance right. for some good highlights. Uh, running the floor, putting guys around Kyrie and Luca to allow them to run the floor and, and, and play a fast pace of play. Which, if they go on a training camp and come out of it thinking, "All right, we're just going to beat teams by going up and down," then I see some. You got Derrick Jones Jr. You got uh Greg Brown. You got some guys that's going to run the floor. You still got Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, Jaden. I'm about to say Josh Green and Jaden Hardy. Both of those guys are about to have to take big steps forward to play bigger roles for this team. Um, I, and Chad, I'm seeing people saying it sounds nasty. I'm just trying to be optimistic. Like I, I'm just trying to have an opt- optimistic mind looking at what they've done with this roster um, since trading for Kyrie. And it seems like they're trying to do the best they can. I just don't know what the scheme is going to be. I don't know what they're going to attempt to do. But if this team is going to have any hope, Again, Josh Green, Jaden Hardy, they got to step up. Tim Hardaway Jr. has to be that mm-hmm. guy that earned that contract for them and, and play some sort of consistent role. Seth Curry, who does have some level of playmaking as well, um, outside of Luka and, and, and Kyrie, I mean, he's a good passer. Maybe the playmaking isn't there in terms of what you want, but he he can pass the ball better than um some backup guards that I've seen. So, I mean, it's there for the bench. In terms of the backup um guard role, Seth Curry can get you some playmaking. See what Jaden Hardy kind of step he's taking in year two. Um, see what Josh Green's able to do in terms of his step. See what Derek Lively can give you. They have an actual seven-footer down there. Um, yeah. I think he's going to do wonders for them more than Dwight Powell, even as a rookie, in terms of just being a big uh, a big body. That's going to be uh, doing wonders for them. And like I said earlier, like Ox said too when he was going, Grant Williams is going to bring a level of toughness to the team and get an opportunity. He got a contract. It's not the biggest deal. But he got he got a bag to go play down there, and he should be seeing a bigger role than at least what he had with the Celtics. So, again, at best, this ceiling six six seed, maybe fifth seed, if Luka and Kyrie are just balling. And I will say, I can't wait to see how that Luka and Kyrie tandem is going to go because you really do to have two of the best scores in the NBA in the same backcourt. Yo, Dumbo, so Dwight Powell is a certified terrorist? Oh, yeah, he's definitely. <laughs> yes, 100%. 100%. He is not a starter on a playoff team. No, he is not. Yeah, well, I remember he just, he just tore his Achilles, no, though. He just he just tore his Achilles. Dwight Powell did? I mean, not yeah, just now. He, he, he was he was just, he was oh, just coming off. Ago. He was yeah. just coming off. I yeah. mean, the, the funny thing he is that. Achilles, I thought he was a bum. I got I thought was a bum. I'm surprised you didn't call J.K. one. Because as great as J.K. is in certain moments, J.K. is horrible in certain moments, bro. I think it's uh, – with Jason Kidd, it's real wishy-washy when it comes to Jason Kidd for me because I, I remember you saying uh, guys will leave Jason Kidd and they have terrible things to say about him. 
and I, I do agree, it, it's, it varies player to player. Guys like Giannis will still die by him. Uh, Giannis loved him when he was um, coaching the Bucks early in his yeah. career. Giannis died by him. So it, it really does vary. And I guess it matters if you are a J.K. Yeah. guy. Uh, guys that are J.K. guys, they love him. If you're not a J.K. No, no. guy, he'll Damo, he'll play he'll play favors and then and alienate the other guys. So he'll go buddy up with Giannis. He'll buddy up with LeBron. He'll buddy up with AD. But then he'll not he'll alienate guys like Javale. He'll alienate those other guys, and that's the bad part of coaching about a guy like him. You can't really do that. You can't. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's the problem that he have getting some of those other guys on the bench to buy in because he'll alienate those guys and treat them like they ain't shit. But show the stars all the love. Now we already know some coaches they do that. Some coaches, you know, they'll give the stars a lot of the love. But then you have guys like Pop. He don't care. He's gonna treat all of you pretty much the same way. What I would say this: a, if you want to call him a terrorist, I won't stop you. I, I won't. Hey, if you think but, he's a terrorist, I won't bat an eye. I, hey, I feel you. I can understand. I'm just not. Maybe I'm just not paying too much attention to what he's doing as a coach to call him a terrorist for me personally. But if you're saying he's a terrorist, hey man. Cool, he's a terrorist. But honestly, the the funny thing is that the last few years the Mavs have been their most productive, pretty much with Powell on the floor, and that's not really, really? speak. That's speak. Yes, yeah, and, yeah, and that's speaking wow. less towards his individual talent and more just kind of the flaws in the construction of this team. You know, in my opinion, I feel like again they just don't have a lot of guys to do a lot of other things other than. Score. Can I ask who do y'all feel is more important? And my fault, I'm gonna let you go right. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, but who do y'all think is more important? Dwight Powell, Maxi Cleaver? Because I've seen people say Dwight's Maxie, important. Ma Ma I Maxie. feel Maxi's more what, important. That's what, that's what I was gonna actually just say. Damo, right before you, I was just about to say, like, if, if as long as they still got Cleaver over there, I'm yeah. good with Cleaver. But what I also wanted to say about is Rashawn Holmes. He didn't get much of the chance to play last season on with us, and I don't know why. Yes. But Rashawn, Rashawn Holmes, yes. I think I think if they play him. He's gonna be productive. He's he's not an all NBA big, but he's very productive yeah. and he'll compete with, with the best, you know, some of the best centers. Obviously, he's like I said, he's not all NBA, but I think he's a very productive player with the minutes he gets. If I give him 18 Where? minutes, Rashawn Holmes is gonna he's gonna give you a lot of production. So I, I think you can I think you can play Rashawn. You can play Rashawn and Cleaver together sometimes. You definitely can. Cleaver's ability to stretch the floor and uh, Rashawn's ability to just hit the glass. I like him. I like him as a solid uh, backup big. I've liked him as a solid backup big for a number of years now. So I'm, I, I like it for him. It just depends <clears> on what role is he going to play. If Rashawn Holmes is walking out after training camp, the starting center, you might have some issues. You might. Um, but if he's I'm the backup guy, issues. no, they already got issues. Oh yeah, they got a ton of issues. It's all set up for Derek Lively to pan out and be their big of the future. That's that's what it is. But, and and yeah, to big the future. Point, and, and to big ox point, he was talking about Rashad Holmes. I mean, he played the least amount of minutes last year in Sacramento. Like when he plays 20 minutes, he's a, he he was he was a double-digit scorer. And he was one of their better dirty work guys. And that's the kind of dude that Jake Kidd liked. He liked mm -hmm. dirty work guys because that's the kind of stuff that he did. In addition to the all in addition to all the other stuff, that's the kind of stuff he did. When he was playing point guard, so to have a guy like Rashawn, like Rashawn Holmes, be throw him on the floor for 20, 25 minutes, and basically take Christian eat into Christian Woods minutes, that could help them out a lot. Hold on, he's on the team. Yeah, yeah. Right. He, he, he yeah, Dallas Rashawn Holmes is there. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Rashawn Holmes on that team. Yeah, yeah. He in Dallas now. Oh shit! If Jake can't play him, that's that solves a lot of the problems. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, Rayshon. Hey, I like Rayshon Holmes in Sacramento Kings. I don't know why they. I think I don't know if he got hurt, and that's why he got out the rotation. But I like Rayshon. I like with his game. I mean, even though his game looked ugly, I like what he brings to the table. I mean, he's gonna it's, do it's all. Funny, dirty work. He got. He got. He got good touch. Around top the, two around big man, top two floater, top three floater for bigs in the league. Jokic, Brandon Clark, Rashawn Holmes. That's the top. Uh huh. Damn, Damn my nose. That nice. His first Go on rebound. Who get bucket? They did him dirty in the league, bro. They did him dirty in the league. They also did other boy dirty too, Ron. I forget his name. He went over. I think that they could have got more out of him. He went to Detroit from Sacramento. I forget his name. The big boy. Um. Yes, I think I think he left. I think they left so much on the plate with his game. He got an old school game though. I think that they should. They should he should. Who, who you say, Marvin, Marvin Bagley. Oh, Marvin Bagley. He was who always draft, hurt though. Who was drafted instead of Luca. Man, he was nah, always hurt. He was balling. He was ball. He was giving you double double. I think for a while. He's I a guy. Like, I, I, like, I still like Marvin Bagley. I, I agree with Ticket on that. We. I, I think we could have made something work with Marvin. I got a man that used to play in the NBA. He actually loves Marvin Bagley. I don't know know what the story is with him because from a skill set, he looked like his game should translate. Remember he got he got hurt though. He he was hurt. That's what I'm saying. I think he might be made of glass. I don't know. And then then there was there was a situation they made a big deal about it because his pops was on Twitter. You know what I'm saying and and saying things about the organization and so that that kind of put him put him all you know just on on separate sides of the fence and then he got hurt again. And so like, they just couldn't patch up whatever was wrong with that that's with right. the front office. But that's when everybody think, dad was trying to be Levar Ball. That was crazy. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> even even there was there was even a little shit with De'Aaron's dad. But that yeah, like, quick, like, didn't it? Down? Like, everybody was starting to do that. Like a minute ago, yeah, everybody, everybody was roasting his pops, and then all of a sudden now everybody, everybody pops popped past something to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody popped something to say. I would too. If I seen Levar Ball was able to make a million dollar brand. Off of just talking trash and hyping up his sons. Hey, put my son in the game. Whoa, I'm, going, I'm going crazy. Too. But if but Levar, that's what that's that's really who Levar is, though. Yeah. So if Levar, if Levar, if Levar just being himself, you I can't I can't look at Levar and be like, you know what, I need to imitate that because then I'm gonna be out there looking like a buffoon because this ain't me. I'm just out here right. trying to you imitate Levar. That ain't the way I'm gonna say, it, right? you know, because my my my, inst- my instincts don't aren't set up for me to play this role. So if I'm playing this role, I'm gonna say stuff and then. I'm gonna have you know. I'm gonna be caught off guard, and I'm gonna beat myself, and this is gonna look goofy. So, like, that's that, a lot of these cats. You know, you, you can't be Levar. Shout yeah. out to Levar because in the end, his son got two hundred million dollars, bro. Period. Yeah, shout out to Marvin Bagley. He finna be over there still. Generational Jeff. bread over there. Can't fight that. Generational bread over there. Hey, Mar- hey Marvin. Marvin. Hold on, Ryan. Right. He's still with Detroit. Marvin Bagley yeah, still yeah. with Detroit. Yeah. He got to get out of there. They got too many bigs over there. He got a. That's a guy that Dallas could target. And try to get is a guy like him, sneaky guy who can who because he will board too, he'll eat glass too. No, he's good in Detroit. He he can show. He'll play the four. He'll be all right. <laughs> I think they'll be at the bottom of the league in in rebounding, uh, assist, pretty much every every category except you talking about Dallas. Yeah, yeah, I think Dallas is. You know, they got a chance. They'll probably be in the top quarter offense. Good chance to be in the bottom quarter defense and uh, good chance to do some scoring and not a lot else. That's what I would say. Uh, so the next question I want to ask you guys is obviously, you know, Dallas has one of the mo- more dynamic tandems in the NBA with Kyrie and Luca. I want to know, 
how long do you guys project that these guys can be together? And during that window, what do you think is their ceiling that they can win? So all depends on this year, how this year runs. All depends on Kyrie run. If Kyrie, if Kyrie is in line and he's balling, then it'll be it'll be it'll be on a year to year basis. So it ain't no how long with Kyrie, and I love Kyrie. It's a year to year basis. So if he go off and act like a damn fool, he'll be gone midway through the season. And it won't be one year. If he if he's doing good and the team they're seeing growth, he'll make it through this season, the next season, and we'll have to reanalyze next season with Kyrie. And like I said, I love Kyrie Irving, but with Kyrie, man, it's a year to year thing with Kyrie, man. And that's just the honest guy. And I'm not saying he should only get paid year to year, like Stephen A. Smith said. I'm just saying based off of just everything that surrounds Kyrie, you got to go from. You damn near got to go from month to month with Kyrie. Like, how you? I'm laughing, you I'm, I'm laughing. I'm laughing at you, ticket, because Kyrie like a stripper. Like, I can't marry you, but I can hang out with you for as long as I possibly can. Because this right. is gonna go the other way at some point. Right. <laughs> at some point, this is gonna go the other way. But you're gonna right. be a lot of fun to hang out with. I know that for a fact. That's fact. Ron, that super chat's telling me that pal can't rebound. I'm saying the whole team can't rebound. <laughs> I've been saying that the, the whole time. Like, like this team can't rebound. Like, like I know. <laughs> Kyrie, so what do you what do you think that the uh, that Kyrie and Lucas ceilings are together with the Mavericks? The ceiling? I don't know. I mean, it would really depend on like this year. I don't think it's very high. I could see. I think you could construct a roster where it was pretty productive, but I think they're pretty far away from that. So, well, two years ago. Know. With them being healthy, with that roster that they had two years ago when they was in the Western Conference Finals, before the season started, did you have them in the West Finals? Did I have – no, I didn't have them, in, and they were there. So, but, so, I mean, so Brunson was playing really well, too. So, it's like – Y'all can't take like like Dallas the team and you put Pirate. Kyrie in. That's what I'm saying. So Pirate, this, then, this, is a la- this is a lazy argument from you, Pirate, and I expect way more th- more from you than this. I right, think, cause, 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 I what, think cause, this is uncharacteristic of you, Pirate. You did not – you you are not coming – like you know, what I'm saying this. This is crazy, dude. The you number one have, rule in, in project, Luka, past performance Luka, Luka, does not Luka, predict Luka, future outcomes. Luca carried to the Western Conference Finals. We've seen Kyrie Irving carry carry the goat LeBron James to a Finals. These two got the ability to carry. We these two got the ability to carry. Luca, Luca's game. Luca's mm, game is so scary. impactful. When Luca is balling, his game is so wow. impactful. No matter how I feel about it, no matter how much I like his game, it's so wow. impactful that he can carry a squad. Uh, Kyrie Irving is so electric to a point, especially. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be the worst team in the league or anything. They got they got got a year together to finally see who's and then this 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 training. Yeah, carry this 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 training camp right here too. This 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 training camp right here too is we're going to get we're going to get down to the bottom. Him doing his job, I don't fight Kyrie Irving doing his job, but carrying him basically throwing on his back. Bob, I guess. I mean, let's not get. Hung up on we, we, no, we, 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 they are two great players. They carry them with redundancies. There was times. There was times when there was times when he he jumped on Kyrie back and Kyrie absolutely. Kyrie one hundred percent. So it go both ways. It go both ways. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I'm We did. We did. We did see Bron defer to Kyrie and Kyrie Kyrie taking where they needed to go. Yeah. We saw that. And That's so, why, and Kyrie is just as good today as he was then. 
Kyrie's still got it. translated with Irv then? I mean, if, if we're talking about a guy, if he's just as good then than he was today, that was seven years ago, Big Ox, that we're talking about, him, right? This is this is not something that happened last year. Yeah, man, this, this is seven years ago, man. Like, we're talking about a guy in Kyrie Irving who, since then, he hasn't really done much. In fact, he's he's he averaged, in the he averaged 27. So, what did he average, 27 man, last he's year? Been, he's been hurt. Him, him right, and Kat, that's him, the other part him about Katie, him that's and Katie the other part about vengeance stuff. Right? After after what the Celtics did to them, the way the way they were playing last season, and we and we all we all right. ignore it. I know I know I ignore it for the benefit of argument's sake. I, I right. ignore the fact that the that the Brooklyn Nets were on a tear last year right. before some injuries and before those trades. I I right. I can say right now that I I have time and time again ignored that fact for the benefit of my argument. But today it benefits my argument to bring that up. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and remind everybody right. what, what Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant was doing last year before things went kaput. Kyrie right. Irving averaged 27 points last year. Kyrie right. Irving is unguardable. Luka Doncic is pretty much unguardable. Them two right. together right. can easily not easily when I say easily, I mean just as easy right. as any other duo. This duo, just as easy as any other duo, can carry can carry a team through the playoffs to the championship and be and be competitive. That, that I duo, don't know that if it's right just there, as easy duo, as any that's, other that's duo, Bob, because no, I feel like there's a lot of redundancy with these two players. I've seen Kyrie Irving underperform more in the playoffs than I've seen him excel. I've seen him underperform. Now you're talking about the fact that Mars talked about the fact that he's LeBron again. He's LeBron again, Chilton. I'm, I'm I'm talking about Irv. We're talking about Irv right now. The fact that he's been hurt, right? That's another that that's another problem because we're talking about a guy that ain't really that old. Kyrie Irving is what thirty years old, thirty one years old, and uh, he's been breaking he's been breaking down since two thousand twenty. Nah, he's been around and since twenty eleven. He's like, it, like and, but he was nineteen yeah, when he showed he up. Was. It wasn't like he it wasn't like he was an yeah, adult. He, he was, was nineteen years old when he showed up, and his best years in terms of health was when he was when he had James. And up until these last four years, he's been in and out of the lineup due to injury and underperforming. So now he's going to get with Luca, who mm -hmm. is one of the best playmakers in the game, one of the best distributors in the game, right? So now he's going to get with him. Is that going to translate? And are we going to see the Kyrie Irving that we saw years ago that was with James? Because it's been years now and we're still talking about this dude and all we're getting is underperformance and injury. So what's the story with him? I'm I'm just I'm just assuming health. All, all the all these all these discussions that we've had with the teams, uh, every every day we do a team breakdown. I'm right. just assuming that they're going to be healthy. So right. I'm just ma I'm making that assumption with this argument. If if they're not healthy, then this all of this obviously goes out the window. So right. um, I don't know. And that's what's been going on over the last four years. Though the same thing with the Clippers, Big Ops. That's what's been going on with Kyrie. Well, he was over the he last was healthy last year. Last year he was healthy. Come come playoff time, if they would have made it to the playoffs, Kyrie would have been would have been healthy to play. Right, I he mean, would have been so, healthy to so, play. And so I'm, I'm we've seen him. We, we saw him healthy to play the year before that when they played against Boston in the playoffs. They just, and they just got he had that one game where he they went off, and then after that, he was average at best. Well, K, K, the same thing happened to KD. I, I'm not. I'm not. Going, I'm not just going to write KD off just because Boston had their number that day. Because 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 Ma Doka put together a a a, a, a great plan. Right. They executed it. They bullied. They bullied KD. They right. they they bullied Kyrie. Kyrie had an excellent game one. But they stick. They, you know, really, when you look at that, Kyrie had an excellent right. game one. But the, the strategy just worked. I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna take that away from Kyrie. Just like I won't take that away from Kevin Durant. I'll talk shit about it because they definitely got whooped. But right. that don't mean they, they weak now. These, these are still two of the greatest scorers playing today. 
Well, but that's the thing, Bob. I mean, I don't think I don't I, I don't think they're as well suited for each other as a lot of other tandems because there is a lot of redundancy between them. I mean, they're right. they're both primarily scorers slash distributors slash questionable defense. So, uh, and yeah, and not, uh, like and then you throw and then you throw into the you throw into the fact Kyrie's six two and so Luke is the bigger guy and he hasn't he, he's scoring like 32, 33 points a game on he's he's got one of the lowest I mean virtually all his baskets are unassisted he we haven't we haven't we haven't seen Luca be able to put up a bunch of points off off uh, assisted makes. Uh, so then if you take that and I think it's a team game in basketball, I'm looking at like 10, 12, 15 guys, not just the top two. So if I take Luca and Kyrie off the table and I'm saying, all right, every, with everyone who's left, what's the playmaking look like? What's the defense look like? What's, what's the rebounding look like? And I'm just, how is that not logical? And and, and just like Bob said that he's disappointed in you pirate. I'm disappointed in you, Bob, because for somebody who comes up here and caps for and, 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 and always says that there's two sides of the floor, for you to come up here and say, "No, I'm not denying the talent of Luca and Kyrie," I'm with right. you on that 100. percent I already but talked about defense with, with Grant Williams, guys, Rashawn Holmes, just, and all you these guys. Yeah, I don't think carry. that's enough. They can't carry one. They can't use one end of the floor to carry two ends of the floor. It's just not, not going to work. On, I don't think. I don't two, think that's the issue two, anymore, right? Hold up, right quick. Hold up, right quick. On those two pass rosters, Kyrie on that on that Cleveland team, they had a good defense. Mm-hmm. Luca, when he carried that West mm-hmm. to the Western Conference that year, they had a good defense. Mm-hmm. This year, I'm looking around. Mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway. Negative on defense. The White Pal, he's not even on the floor. Jaden Hardaway. Cleveland's no. a defender. Cleveland, let, let me let me just name the come defenders because since you since you want you want you want yo Maxi Maxi Cleveland. No, I'm not gonna come does, on around and see him out because Maxi Maxi Cleveland matches up with Kawhi Leonard. When they play when they play the Mavericks, Mac, who guards Kawhi? Maxi Cleveland. Don't act like Maxi is not. It's not somebody gonna guard him. Maxi Ma- Maxi, Maxi Cleveland's a good defender. Put Maxie, you and Bob on the double screen. You want smoke? We don't, no, we don't need no double screen. Maxi, Maxi <laughs> is a defender. Rashawn is a, is a defender. Uh, Grant Williams is a defender. Uh, uh, Josh Green is a defender, and those those four are gonna play uh, enough minutes to Bob, to, to, to three make guys that all play the same position. Is Rashawn a defender? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, defender. Bob. There there are 29 other teams, and we can say that this guy's a defender, that guy's a defender. Do the Dallas Mavericks have anyone you would consider a, a defensive player of the year guy? No. Do they have anyone you would consider is going to be like an all defense player? No. Other teams have these teams. things. You can say that about 25 teams. There's, there's 20. There's 20. 23 teams in the NBA don't have a don't have don't have a possible def- defensive player of the year. So that doesn't that's that doesn't count for the Mavericks. There's 23 other teams that don't have a possible defensive player of the year. That makes so that 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 argument is out of there. Get that off the table. Maxi Cleaver is a I was going to go down the list. I'm going by the grades. They absolutely have no one who's who's a defensive player of the year. Do they have any candidates for for like an all defensive type player? No. No, right? Do you No. For Grant, being all defense, Grant, Grant Grant Williams on this team, on this team, Grant is, Williams has to be the. Hear me out, hear me out. On this you wouldn't want to lay any Grant money on that, would you? Nah, I'm not gonna bet on. No, nah, no, I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I, I, got, I got it, but I do. I do have to say that if you if if you're mm-hmm. on a team, Grant Williams is a great defender. Um, right. Even even coming from college, when he was playing with Admiral Schofield at Tennessee, he had he had to be the defender that year. He's a great defender. He was just playing with other good defenders. Now that he has to be the main guy to guard the wings, 
he's gonna he's gonna be playing high level minutes of being the best defender on the floor. Grant Williams absolutely, absolutely uh, has right, a so case say, for defensive player of the year this so, year. So, so, so he is my dark player. horse. No, no, yeah. like, he, he's your dark horse for defensive player of the year. My bad, my bad. Defensive player of the year. My bad. All the defender. My bad. Let's say he. Let's say he becomes that guy. All of a sudden, he's an exceptional defender. You still have two guys on the floor that aren't going to play a lick of defense. So just like you said, they're able to carry, carry on the offense. Yeah. Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie in the passing lanes. That's the form Kyrie. Kyrie plays defense. Kyrie being the passing lanes. He does give effort, Moss. I will do that. Luca. I agree. Does not. Luca does not. Kyrie plays defense. Josh I've Green seen, I've, seen, I've seen coffee mugs Ron play better Williams defense than Luca. Defense. Maxi Kleber plays defense. The only one in the starting lineup who doesn't play defense is Luca. And Kyrie isn't great, but he plays defense. And everyone else is a good right. defender, in my opinion. So I think Kyrie, it's Kyrie middle of the pack. But Mars, I mean, as a whole, like, as a, as an entire roster, where do you think this this team will end it's up not, not, like defensively by the end of the year? I don't I don't think it's gonna be a great defense, but I think going by names is also bad because 2022. When the Mavs had a good team defense, they still didn't have great names. It was Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxi Kleber, and a bunch of guys who you wouldn't call good names. Mbola. So it's mm-hmm. the same thing. Like going off names is flawed because team defense is more than just what names mm-hmm. you have on the floor. You could put a bunch of great individual defenders on a team with a terrible defensive scheme, and it's not going to work. I think Jason Kidd has shown that he can coach a good defense if you give him adequate pieces. I think Derek Lively, Maxi Kleber, Rashawn Holmes, Josh Green. Grant Williams are adequate pieces to build a competent defense. Now, do I think they're going to be top 10? No. Do I think they're going to be adequate? Probably. I'd probably put my money on an average defense with alongside the offense that they can have. I think that would be good. I think the rebounding is the problem, not the defense. In my opinion. They'll be a top five offense. They'll be a top five offense this year. Do I think what? They can replicate that 2022 uh, style of impact of offense, I would say. Maybe not historical, but do you think it could be as good or near as good as that? I think I think they will have a top five offense. Do I think it will be the best offensive rating of all time? Probably not. But I think I think what's key for the Dallas Mavericks is to just be a faster team. Last year they were just so slow, and I think them adding athletes like Derek Jones Jr., like Derek Lively, like Max Prosper, and then also having a jump from guys like Jaden Hardy and Josh Green will help speed the game up for them and give them easier opportunities. Because if you go look at Dallas, the, they were like very high in the league in a lot of categories when it comes to overall efficiency of the team, overall true shooting, offensive rating, all of this stuff. The right. reason yeah, they the didn't make the playoffs. The reason they didn't I mean, make the playoffs is they didn't make the Kick playoffs. They were, ter- they were terrible at rebounding and they were terrible in transition. They were just so bad at those two things that the team overall mm-hmm. just didn't make the playoffs. Everything else, they're one of the better teams in the league. So I think if but, they can address the transition issue and maybe try skate by with the rebounding, I think they can be an, a good and, six, and, seven and, seed. If I'm not Mars, mistaken, I, th- I think they were... In 2022, the, the year they was in the Western Finals, they, they had the second-best defense overall in the league. So they... And mm-hmm. again, that was because of Bullock there. That was because Finney Smith was there. That was because Kleber was there. And Jason Kidd was in charge of the defense. Now you're taking those guys all out and now you basically completely rebuilding the defense with guys like Grant Williams, with guys like Lively. Now, are they going to be the best defense in the league? Well, what, what's it going to take for this crew to be a playoff team? Do they need to be a top five defense? Well, they're going to need to be better than top. They, they're going to need to be better than top 15. Because I don't think in terms of buckets, 
they can they can score as much as they possibly can. You got to be able to slow people down. Denver were an average defense, and they got bad because their offense was so it, good. Gonna, yeah, yeah, I was about yeah, to say yeah. that. And, and, yeah, and, right. and to my point, Ma, and to my point, I'd like to think that the Denver, I'd like to think the Denver Nuggets got a better offense than than the Dallas Mavericks. I agree, and that's why they're NBA champions. And I'm just saying Dallas can make the playoffs. That's why. I'm right. Not, well, I'm we're kind of in agreement I'm there. Say, I'm, yeah, I'm saying I think they can be a six, five, six. But I, two things, I I think. Uh, you know, like I'm no expert on this kid lively, but I, I've seen some Dallas people that, that are, are projecting that they're saying they think he'll probably be bouncing between the G League, you know, yeah, this he, first year. He, like, I'm not he's, expecting he's a, a ton bit, of contribution. He's a he's a little yeah, I'm not expecting like in four or five years, he might be an important piece, but I don't it, I don't think he's going to be a, hu- a huge piece this year. And then also they were a, they were a really slow team. Uh, Kind of tied in because because they were so low in assists because they're so revolving around Luca and and I don't see that changing a ton just by adding Kyrie because I mean the they're both ball dominant and they they can pass and they can distribute but just up and down the lineup I mean I don't see this team being able to move the ball and find quick shots so I don't I don't think their pace is. I think their pace is probably still going to stay fairly low because I, I just don't see the ability to to move the ball around. What, what about Seth? What about Seth and um, Seth and Tim Hardaway? They, I mean, Seth and Tim Hardaway got to be top fifteen shooters in the league, right? Seth is. I don't know if Tim Hardaway is top fifteen, but he's a great no. shooter. Yeah, Seth. Is I, I don't shooter. have a list. He might be at yeah. fifteen, but if I like, but he's a great shooter. And Seth, is he's one of the better open that. shooters in the game. And Luca, I mean, Luca knocks, Luca, Luca knocks it down. Kyrie, when Kyrie catches it, you, you, you know, you what just gotta be ready to play defense because he'll, he'll, he'll catch a shoot up. I'll go past you. So the defense, just you know, swing, swinging the ball around, around the, around the horn is gonna be, you know, it's gonna be dangerous. You can, they can attack from every angle. That this is gonna be a high power offense. I think, I think this offense is, is basically gonna be able to do whatever they want. Yeah, I think we all agree the offense is probably gonna be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. and, and oh, yeah, we agree on that. I, I just, I think it might be top three offenses like I, th- I think this is going to be a team that really fills fills it up and on defense i don't think they're as bad as we're as as we're saying they are i mean we i know we already talked about it i don't want to keep just you know beating a dead horse but i think they got some people that can stop the ball and who will compete on defense so look out for the mavericks that's that's my take on the mavericks look out for them they they have a they have a uh championship contending duo so anything anything can happen with them they could they could run the, they could run the west Dallas gonna be in the lottery next year. <laughs> All right, garbage, let's, trash. Let's get to these super chats though. BD Projection said, "Y'all don't truly understand how much the Steelheads meant to Gary back then. As a kid, it made me fall in love with basketball, especially mm. if you couldn't afford to go see Bulls games." Mm. Bro, I hated it. Mm. Cold, the coldest place I ever been in for my entire life, Gary, Indiana, man. How far, is it from, how far is that from Chicago? How far is right Indiana there, from Chicago? It's right there. Right, right there. The Bulls, the Bulls was at every practice that I was there. For the short time I was there, they was at every practice, and they came to the games. And when I first came, I, I wasn't even playing for the first two weeks because I had just came in. And back then in the CBA, when you come in, it, it, things move differently than what they do now. You had to get acclimated before they even put you out there. But just watching, just being at the – actually just watching all the scouts that was coming to the practices at first, I was like, damn, dog. Like, and then seeing guys get called up like that, like Jaron come in the locker room, like, hey, snap, 
you talking to Randy Hunter or, or Randy or excuse me, Snap Hunter or Randy Holcomb, you be like, hey man, Bulls here tonight, Pacers here tonight, Blind here tonight. And when my folks go out there and drop 40, get call-ups. Uh, this right before the, the G League or the D League was popping. First used to be the D League, then it turned to the G League. It used to, it was a CBA. I was just like, man, it was something I, I ain't never seen nothing like that before in my life until that moment, man. And so, yeah, but Gary, Indiana, shout out to Gary, Indiana, man. Coldest place I've ever been in the most hood, thugged out, gangster stuff I've ever seen as far as just being. Home, home of the Jacksons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tiki, you're not lying. Uh, that Indiana was a different. I used to stay in uh, South Bend when I was working at the Notre Dame Stadium. Mm. Yeah, that's just different. Mm. And West Cole is different. Mm-hmm. Hey, I see. I seen early in the chat talking about Ezra can't get with Brianna Stewart. Y'all better watch these playoffs. Y'all watch these playoffs. You better watch these playoffs. You saw what happened the last time they saw New York. You saw what happened. She gave she gave Asia that work she was looking for. And Asia then gave it to her on many of occasions. Exactly. So you better watch these playoffs too. She gives she everything Asia looking for. Brianna Stewart got it. Good. That's that's it's better that way. It's better that way. And Sabrina and Sabrina got that Chelsea Serena got that. Serena got that work that that Plum looking for. She got it. She got. She might got. She might got something for Kelsey, but she don't want it with Chelsea though. She she better she better stay far out. away from Chelsea Gray. She gonna get that from Kelsey Plum. We, we, we gonna find out. Search the last time they seen him. Hey, and Vander, yeah, Ron Vanderslew to get it too. Listen, keep Vanderslew out of it. Vanderslew to get it too. She clears. She, all right, y'all gonna see. Yeah, Kenwood High School clears. But the Bisto Muvlani said, "Been watching the panel since the finals in this postseason has flown by. Shout out to the motherland." Also, what's the name of the song played at the end of your clipped videos? Can't Shazam it. Who plays the song at the end of the videos? That song that be at the end of the videos when y'all be chopping them up, the short videos. Like the short video, like the eight-minute, nine-minute videos. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Let, me, let me get back to you on that. Let me get back to you on that. Uh, Yak Twin said, Kyrie played more games than Steph last season, 60 to 56, and played great all season. How the fuck he ain't make an all NBA, but Steph makes second team media because of what happened in Dallas, man. Dallas went from being a playoff team and they blamed it on Kyrie when he went over there, they fell out. Meanwhile, Curry and them did make the playoffs, so that's why Steph played better. Punch if we being honest, Mars, <laughs> just as simple as that, yeah. yeah. If we being honest, a lot of Punch times, really is that super simple. Chat. He said, for Big Ox, off topic, but start bench cut, all-time Kings big man. Harry Giles, <laughs> Dwayne Dedman, and Hassan Whiteside. Mm. Come on, Ron. You, you already know how this go, Ron. Uh, Harry Giles plays 48 minutes. <laughs> huh? Harry Giles plays 48 minutes. Over Hassan Southside? I, I, done, I, done got a, I done got a Hassan myself. So. Didn't Hassan put up numbers for y'all, though? Talking about empty, talking about empty stats. Yo, yo, hold on, ticket, hold on, hold on. Ticket, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care about none of that. I don't care about none of that. I know the king's history. I know the king's history. And I said, and I said, Bob, I said, soft side because that's what they, that's what a lot of people call, call him as a sign soft side. But he put up numbers. Didn't he put up numbers over there with y'all? I don't no. know about none of that. No, no, he didn't. No, mm-hmm. no I'm saying he's used to the Kings. Oh, I got it right here. He asked, you know what he had for his career? A double-double, 12 and 10. 12.6 and 10.8 rebounds. 
Those are nice numbers to look at for NBA career. Look, 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 I'm not a basketball reference. I'm not a basketball reference merchant. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't care how much, how much what he average. Oh, no, no, my bad. Saw, my, it wasn't here. Nah, no, it was in Harry, Miami Harry when he was John, balling. My Harry bad. Clears. It was in oh, Miami when he was balling. My bad, my bad. I take that back. When he went back to Sacramento, he only averaged eight points and six rebounds. But when he was in he was in Miami, that's when he was going to get that big contract when he averaged yeah. 17, 14. He, he, did, he did get down um, in Miami, but even some Miami fans would tell you that those was empty stats. Hey, but uh, if I mean know, if 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 yeah, I got to do it, he had, a, he had a 2020 game that I I can't remember seeing an, an, an empty an empty game than that. 20 and 20, it was all oh, man. They did make the playoffs. They did make the playoffs and they lost to Philly, so I, I ain't gonna say that. Chill. If, 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 if I'm the coach and that's and that's my depth chart at the big is Harry Giles, Devin, and Hassan Whiteside. I'm. Harry Giles is playing 48 minutes. Are we just playing small? Somebody coming down because I, I I would never I, have faith I would in Harry I would Giles, never man. ever sub Hassan Whiteside in the basketball game. I would never Damn. ever sub Dwayne Devin in the basketball game. That's harsh, because bro. Of, because of the that's game. shit. That's a hey, basketball is like that. Coaching is harsh. You if you you sorry, you got to sit your ass down <laughs> or get better. This man said he would never sub. Now I'm, I, I, you ain't, I ain't talking about getting a few minutes. You, you, ain't, getting no, no, you ain't getting no, no run. Time. You don't no need run. to show up. You no, no clock. No, no, no ticket or no clock. You don't need to come to the game. But 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 Bob, he do come to practice though. He needs we need bodies. Come to practice. We need bodies. Bob, he does eat glass though. Bob, you gotta you gotta give him something. Care, for I don't care what he eat. He can sit his ass. He can eat that. Whatever he want to eat, he can eat it on the bench. You know you know you know when you when you sit courtside, you send your order in, and they come bring you your food. You can that's how you can eat order. For Ron, why he don't like this man like that, Ron? Uh, because it's it's YouTube. It's it's a game on YouTube floating around of him and Hassan playing against each other. That's why. Well, Hassan getting the business. No, it ain't. Uh, uh, it was it was quite the contrary, but Ron, Ron, you it sounded wrong. Like you gave, you gave you Hassan the business, Bob. You gave him the confirm or deny <laughs> that. We we played we played play before. I used to play with uh play with a lot of in them tournaments and shit with a lot of the Kings players, but right. Yeah. You know you know that man said he wouldn't give him no bet no burn no clock. Hey. I'm talking about if Hassan, if Hassan, if Hassan, like Hassan, that's that's a mismatch. If he, if if Hassan goes, yeah, bro, that's hella disrespectful, bro. Yeah, that's hella disrespectful, man. That man said he ain't giving him no burn, dog. Yeah, yeah, I, I still got at Hassan a little bit. I think that's why he's biased with him. I think he like man. What they got? They got into it. They got into it before, Ron? Uh, nah, they was just playing. Mm. Bob gave him a couple buckets, bullied him a couple times. Blocked his shot. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's disrespect. My man said no burn for a dude who put up 17 and 14 a couple years in the league. Here, God dang. I'm not playing. In 17, he led the league in rebounding. I do remember that in Miami. They get That's why Dwayne Wade ended up in Chicago. Pat Riley paid Hassan Whiteside instead of paying him. Instead mm -hmm. of paying so, Wade. Hassan, so Hassan had one good season in his whole career. And this like 100 mil. He paid. He, Bob, he paid. Really? He paid. He paid really? Whiteside instead of paying D Wade. Yeah. I think if you would have played the Miami version of Whiteside, it's not got. It's not. It's not got nothing. It's not got nothing to do with that. That version face to face. I think you'd be feeling a little different. It ain't no. It ain't no. It ain't no. It ain't no big deal. It don't. It don't. It don't got nothing to do with that. It ain't no big deal. It's about me watching. I'm. I'm not an NBA player, so I can't. I can't judge you playing against me. I'm not. I'm not of up to par. To, to gauge your game against, you know what I'm saying? So when I'm look when I look at what you're doing in the NBA though, and you just look lost, 
Well, yeah, he had he had he had a good he had a good he had a good run. He had a good run. He had a good run in Miami. I I I seen that. No big. I mean, I'm I'm. But you said no. All I'm saying is, Bob, you said you wouldn't give him no minutes, bro. And I meant that shit with every cell in my body. <laughs> you know what that shit sound like to me, Ticket? You suck. He's trash, bro. That's, that's crazy. what that sound like to me. You suck. That's fuck crazy. Fuck you get no burn. You suck. Right, that's so, what it sound like to me. White side or Dwayne Dedman? He's better than Dwayne Dedman. He's had, hold on. He had a, hold on, Ron. He had a better career than Harry Giles. So that's why I'm saying it's crazy what Bob's saying because this dude had a better career than both them dudes. Harry Giles, Harry Giles was plagued with injuries since since he before he got to Duke. Harry Giles, I'm talking, I'm not, I'm not talking about who had a better career. He asked me the super chat said, Bob, start bench cut. So when I see a start bench cut, I look at it like, okay, no, so I, no, I'm just no, 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 I'm not playing these two niggas ticket. I'm asking you why, me and you, me and you, me and you right now together, me and you two v two, Hassan Whiteside and 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 I don't even remember his name, Dwayne Dedman. Me and you versus them two, bro. I'm putting every dollar I got on us, Bob. I ain't say that, but Bob, I'm asking you, what is the what is your why would you did you say that versus Harry Giles though? These niggas are sorry, bro. That's what I'm saying. Now, before you answer that question, because you say he gets no burn. No you, you, you're not saying that he's getting a couple no minutes. Burn. You telling us he is garbage. Like, he's not. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out where this is coming from. This dude owe you some money or something? No, Bro, this he's, never, he's, he's, never, he's, he's never done anything to me. He never run a fight against me. I, I'm, I don't, I don't, be around, I don't, I don't be with them cats. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm never, I'm never around. He never did nothing to me. For me to say that you suck, essentially for me to say that you suck. That's basically what I'm saying. You suck. So y'all, you ain't coming off the bench. What are you doing? You ain't even getting on the bench. You suck. What are you? What are you doing with that star bench cut, Chilton? We starting it. We start. We got to start Hassan, bro. <laughs> okay, see, so, so y'all starting Hassan and y'all cutting who? Dead man. Dead man. Hey, yo, Ron, you nasty for this. You know it's a backstory in this Ron. You disgusting. You're disgusting. He is right. Man, hey, hey, I'm gonna start dropping my videos on YouTube. I'm gonna start dropping all my videos. I don't know Hassan Whiteside. I don't know Hassan Whiteside. I just know that he weak. Bro, this man said none. And then when you ask him for an explanation, he just like he trash. That's his only explanation. Sound like what Nas said. It's some ghetto secrets I can't rhyme in this song. Ron, this man averaged a double double in the NBA for his career. Literally a rebound. Let nobody kill. No, nobody kill. Nobody could tell you that. Like, if you ask any anybody that, like, off the blue, nobody would tell you. Nobody would know that he averaged a double double for his career. Right. Let the league and rebound. Don't leave that out. Do you know what Harry Giles averaged though? Harry Giles was hurt. Harry Giles did not get a fair shot. Not not oh, like not like he got that. robbed of nothing. He just, he just he got robbed of, of a great career because of because of injuries. Harry Giles when Harry Giles was uh, but before he got to Duke. Harry Giles was about to be the next Kevin Garnett. Huh? Huh? But yeah, Bob, Harry Giles, Harry, Giles played, Kevin Garnett. Harry Giles played 58 games his first year in Sacramento, averaged seven points and 3.8 rebounds. I don't got he nothing to do with what I just said, free, though. He shot three from the free throw line. I don't agree with the whole Kevin Garnett shit, but I do know that Harry Giles was the number one recruit in the nation unanimously. Ahead of Jason Tatum, but he had. I'm saying, but he had three shots though. He played with Sacramento. He tore his ACL. He tore his ACL like two, three times. I'm about, I'm about to get to that though. Coming into Duke, he was the best prospect coming into Duke. I don't want to say Jason Tatum was an afterthought, but it was Harry Giles, Jason Tatum. Clearly, no, no, no debating. But he had already tore his ACL 
twice in high school, if I'm not mistaken. And he did it again. He got hurt again at Duke. And then he so kept, it was he just, just kept like getting hurt. What can you do with three knee procedures coming into the man? Game? Bob said the man was and trash. And in those, and take, in those, in those fifty-six games, like you can, you can go off the stats all you want. The, the, all the games that Harry Giles played in the NBA was better than all the games Hassan Whiteside played in the NBA. I, I can't, I can't agree with that, bro. That man, that man, that man led the league in, in rebounding, bro. <laughs> That's not true, Joe. That's not true. That is personal. Y'all see what I'm saying? That shit with Bobby is personal, bro. How is it personal? How is it personal? Y'all, I know he's just said that to you. That was a double and let the league in rebound. If you was the coach, he ain't getting off the bench. I don't right. know these man chill ten. How could it be personal? I'll I do not what the hell going on? What is happening right now? You just right. told us that a dude who averaged a double double, led the league in rebounding, was in the top five in the league in blocks. If you coaching, he ain't getting off the bench. He owe you some money, big ox. That's elite on, trolling man. right there, bro. What, 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 what's what's really going on? He tried to spit at your chick or something. What's going? What's really good? <clears throat> Stop playing. Oh oh oh! Here we go. Am, nah, am, am, am I am I on something? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not even close to you. This okay. is crazy. I, I, I do not know Hassan Whiteside. It, it might, you know what? It, it might, it might just because I don't know why it is. Because all three of them played for us when we was weak, so I don't know. Where is he, where is he at right now? Where is Harry Giles at right now? Shit, I just, I, I just seen him uh, on some. He was just working. He was He was playing in that little pro. I just seen him playing. No, I'm saying, but is he, is he playing overseas or is he, is he like? He's supposed to be working out for somebody. Nah, he's he's still over here. He was supposed to be somebody was either giving him a workout or he was invited to somebody's training camp, something like that. Oh, boy's only twenty five years old, but Hassan Whiteside had a ten year NBA career, and this man led the Chilltown. Not only did he lead the league in rebound at Chilltown, he led the league in blocks twice. But he can't get off the bench for Bob for Big Ops. He can't get off the bench. Hey, play, hey look, I play. I, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing small ball. Right? I'm playing. And I'm playing he made an all defensive team, Chill. And he made an all defensive team. This man said he can't get off. He can't get off the bench. Think about this now. If I said something like this, everybody in the comment section would have told my ass to shred. <laughs> this man said not one minute, bro. Not one. He, he said, he "Okay, so here, here's the thing, Big Ops. We can walk that back." Y'all can yeah, walk it back all you want. You, you, you can walk it back. You, you <laughs> got some time to walk that back. That, that Harry Giles, yeah, so he, he worked out. He was about to work out for Golden State. and then the next So, hold on, but you agree with that too, bro? You think Harry Giles is better than Hassan Whiteside too? I'm starting Hassan Whiteside. Hey, huh? I like the fact I'm going to take – I'm starting Hassan Whiteside. I asked you that. I said, do, do you agree with Bob? Do you think Harry Giles is better than Hassan Whiteside? Well, offensively, yeah. Off, no, I'm talking about overall as a basketball player. Nah, he just, he just didn't do enough. I can't say that based on college and in high school and what I projected he could have did. He didn't do enough, so nah. Hey, y'all, the, the, it was just what I would do if I was a coach. Maybe I'm not a good coach. You get hell no. Maybe I'm just. I'm never, you got never only defender a and a league leading rebounder and a and a, and, a, and, a, and a league leading shot block on your bench, and you ain't playing them. Not playing the minimal minutes. You ain't playing them. The getting fired. But what if what if we winning though? You're not winning. That's the problem. That's why you're getting fired. <laughs> hey, but uh, I, I just like how oh nobody God. has even gave consideration to Dwayne Dedman. That shows you everything. Dwayne Dedman, right right come on. Hunter shouldn't, shouldn't even have put him in there. He should at least respect Spencer Dedman is better than Harry Giles, bro. All right, bro. I'm off hey, Ron, I got to bounce, brother. I'll, I'll see y'all dudes tomorrow. I'll see you later.
All right. Hey, tomorrow we're talking about the San Antonio Spurs. Y'all be sure to be here on time from the beginning. It's going to be a hot show. All right, uh, Pirate, you got anything to say to the people on the way out? You don't need 99 passing. 98 is enough. <laughs>